Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. Yes, I brought it back. My name is Rich. <laughs> and I'm always with my good buddy, Tax Williams. Oh, isn't it nice in this nice little echoey shed we're in it's now? It's lovely. I love your new... Sp- oh, shed. It's more than a shed. I think you could refer to this at least as a studio. I think so. Yeah. Welcome to my office uh, spin class. I didn't even really notice him as I came in. The whole idea. So we're now in my uh, converted garage, which doesn't have an additional few inches of roof height for planning purposes. Definitely Everyone not. It's exactly inches. how it is. <laughs> Everyone loves a few inches. I wish I could have grown a few inches. We can get to you genuinely growing a few inches shortly. We'll get to that. Yeah, sure. But yeah, so I've got my work set up. We've got the podcast set up in here now. And it's I moved in on Saturday into the new room. So it's a bit... New uh, construction smell in here. It's uh, we'll get the temperature set. We'll get the echoing sorted out when I actually you know put some stuff in here. Yeah, sure. We're using like you know tight dynamic mics. So hopefully this is listenable. We will find out afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we don't bother checking in advance. <laughs> Why would we? But yeah, so we've got a cross trainer. So maybe one day we could do the pod. I'll do like the Peloton. You could do cross trainer. <laughs> we'll really struggle with exercising and podcasting. I I I, uh, I ran after a guy in Morrison's earlier because he left his peas at the counter. <laughs> I was out of breath by the time I got to him. So. But but you know the fact that you know since we were probably last podcast, the cost of peas must be astronomical now because I was getting really yeah. shitty at the weekend. Were bird's eye as well. I was like, oh fuck my God, it like, 60 quid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Higher collateral than gold now. But like, I was at the supermarket the weekend. Mm. At the supermarket, ordering online and collecting my shopping because I don't want to fraternize the riffraff. I I'm need like, to have this conversation with my wife. Please continue because she always wants to go to the shop and I'm like, just fucking order it, woman. <laughs> and you order it so you're not tempted by all the other things. That's Blueberry cool. jammy dodgers. But yeah, 80p for a cucumber now. Fucking yeah. 80p for a cucumber. So you, you guess what's in the greenhouse now? Cucumbers. <laughs> you grow cucumbers. I've seen there's a gap in the market. <laughs> oh, it's a money-making scheme. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Rather than a consumption saving scheme. Oh, well, obviously that as well. But, you know, sell, sell what you produce. I love it. Yeah. Last year I had too many tomatoes. In fairness, my tomatoes last year were rancid. They looked amazing, oh, really? but they were just horrible. Ooh. A really bad variety of tomato. I have, like, aspirations of growing veg. I've never done it. Outside of this window, there are two um, veg pu- veg like trucks down at the bottom. Yeah. And last year, I grew beetroot and I grew lettuce. Now, the beetroot, I don't like beetroot, but it grew really well. So, great. <laughs> but what did you do with it? Um, sold it. <laughs> to? Uh, friends. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Um, and then the lettuce was coming along really well until the slugs got it, and then the cats decided it was the optimum place to shit on everything. Uh. And as much as I'm, I'm, I'm keen to wash my veg, <laughs> I, knowing the thought that the cat has shit on my veg on a yeah. regular basis, yeah. but this year I think, you know, so we've got cucumbers, we've got tomatoes, got some peppers going. Cool. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. some potatoes going. But potatoes are all right. We've always been all right for potatoes. You know, jacket potatoes, like 6p of jacket potato these days. It's not too bad. We're all right. Yeah, sure. I tend to uh, shop a bit more blindly. Like, I tend to just kind of pick stuff up as cheap as I can and get to the other end and just complain how much it all is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, it's ridiculous. But, you know, we're not looking at 1997 prices where you could have got maybe a cucumber for 25p back in the Attitude Era days. He's such a professional. Look at this segue. <laughs> uh, before we uh, get into the raw from May 12th, 1997, um, obviously part of our uh, Bret yeah. Hart 
Bretton Hart, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. I could go for some Bretton Hart right now. Bretton Hart, indeed. That would be an amazing pub. Oh, the Bretton Hart. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I was going to tell you a little thing about my dad. Oh, yeah. Go for it. So uh, basically, uh, for my birthday, we took the my dad to go to Stade de France. To oh, go see France. PSG. Oh, France, Wales France, or rugby? Wales. In the ah, okay. Because my dad's half Welsh. So when it comes to rugby, we are just Welsh. Sensible, sensible yeah. choice. So we, that that ended up being last weekend, and so we go to Paris. And we're having a nice time and everything, and it's like great. And then um, my feet get all fucked up and blistered because I'm wearing the wrong shoes. And so it's about <laughs> well, that was gonna be, my feet get fucked up and blistered because I'm in France. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> French do like a cobbled street. You know? <laughs> yeah, very true. On Paris, racist. I think. <laughs> Bonjour, uh, make up en français. Uh, tu aimes le wrestling? WWF? C'est bon, mais oui. Yeah. <laughs> um, Je suis très cité dans ma pantalon. <laughs> Lost me now. Very excited in my trousers. <laughs> so we got to about, like, we're, we're old now. My dad's very old. So we got to about, you've met my dad, I yeah. realized. Yeah, of course. He was on the pod. pod. He was, yeah. Great episode, which might not be publicly available anymore because of a certain person that we talk about on that pod, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> So, uh, in this hotel room, and like, you know how this would be considered like your new studio, like a, a smallish, medium sized room yep. for like a hotel. Like, you wouldn't want it much smaller than this. The sort I would go into in my day job and go, fuck me, I'm not staying in something this size. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, me and my dad, <laughs> like, we're, we're close, but we're not like intimate, you know what I mean? Hotel room is this big. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's literally what, like, two and a half by two and a half meters? Wow. And like, there's two single beds that may as well be a double bed. That is très petite. <laughs> exactly. So my feet are all fucked up. It's late in the evening. We're both a bit tired. We're literally laying there. And uh, I can hear next door. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to say it. I'm not going to say it. TV's on. And then <laughs> get to the point when my dad uh, could obviously start to hear this next door as well. And someone going, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's getting really awkward. I'm kind of laughing. My dad turns to me and says the greatest line I've ever heard him say. He goes, sounds like someone's blowing up a beach ball. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so funny. Look at how posh my dad is. He's like very, very British. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about it. God, that's oh, so good. But I was with my missus being intimate. It was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> coming back in my head. So, yeah, so it was a lovely time. We had the Stade de France is incredible, man. 83,000 people singing Le Bastiers. Yeah. It's like, oh, hits you in the chest. It's like the Colosseum. It's incredible. Oh, man. But um, yeah, that was fun. He's got COVID now. Thankfully, he's okay. Don't worry. Tested twice. That was two weeks ago now, not one week. Yeah. So. So I'm fine. He apparently got it in London somewhere because I don't have it. No one else. Everyone bloody catches it from London. Yeah. Thank God he's okay. Yeah. Because he's in that fraction of like, you know, he might die if he yeah. gets it. Good great. So yeah, thank you. He's okay. But yeah, oh, it was a lovely time. Oh, brilliant. And uh, how is your French? Uh, pretty terrible. Was René Dupree there? Uh, no. Um, was Sylvain Grenier there? Uh, no. Mm. Is this going somewhere? <laughs> no, I'm just naming French wrestlers. <laughs> was the lad... Who was on the AAA Lucha Libre World Cup there? Uh, 
I didn't watch. Did you watch that? Show? I watched it. I paid twenty three ninety nine to watch this. You paid AAA in the current climate. <laughs> there is a reason behind it. God. Because if you advertise it, because obviously you know it's like a mix up of all the different wrestling promotions. So you had AAA, yeah. um, NWA, Impact, AEW, sending people down. So it's always good to watch Chris Daniels go and wrestle abroad. Oh, cool. Um, so that's quite good. But there was Team Europe, which was Joe Hendry, Impact. Very good. Um, Thomas Latimer, NWA. And so on the poster, it's like, Impact, NWA. Some French wrestler. Indie. Just said indie. Just said indie in oh. white bold text next to it. And I was Damn. like, I have to watch this man from indie. indie. Hey, interesting though, in the World Cup, our friends from uh, KP- QPW, Qatari Pro Wrestling, were there. Really? <laughs> Yeah, Who QPW in the World Cup uh, as part of podcast. Like, do you think have covered Qatari pro wrestling? Oh well, you know, maybe you should look at the episode in our archives at worldofwrestlingpodcast.com. Sure. Also, buy a T-shirt because you know I need to pay for this studio. I think they're still up. Yeah, <laughs> I need to check. UK. And I've got not, a couple of emails from Amazon Merch. I think I just thought that, but like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're still. And there. if not, email us and tell us we want T-shirts. Mm. And we'll sort you out as long as you pay us money. The the, the way to definitely get yourself a t-shirt is go to worldofwrestlingpodcast.com and click the links because they're a bit difficult to find because uh, Amazon's been a bit weird with its search function yes. recently. They make it very is, difficult. So yeah. go to worldofwrestlingpodcast.com, search for our t-shirts and buy them because I've got to pay for the studio in this times of expensive cucumbers. Uh, free postage. Free postage, yeah. Mm. I mean, you can't get free postage. Oh! But stamps are really expensive now. Over a pound for first class. You're essentially saving money by buying a t-shirt. As I think I've said before, they're cheaper than the Young Bucks merch. So, <laughs> <laughs> no Young Buck. But hey, but as we said, we're doing like May 1997. Yes. What's happened in the gap in between? Because we've had a lot going on, haven't we? So when putting this timeline together, it kind of shows we wanted to do. I remember kind of getting to this point and going, there's two bits that we skipped. There's the ECW bit, ECW's which is... Dub. Yeah, definitely. Which is what we thought we were doing when we spoke about it last week. We thought this gap was ECW. It's not. It's, that's already happened. Yeah. This is the gap where they go on tour. <laughs> so I remember flicking through all these episodes on the network, kind of researching which bits we were going to do for the pods and which we weren't. I remember seeing this tour footage and going, fuck that. I'm not doing these. It's awful. The actual awful. tour shows are a disaster because they've got this kind of like, it's half on tour half recorded like in front of an audience in america somewhere or Wait, canada or whatever are you essentially saying this is what tony khan and aw house rules is gonna be oh god do you think they're actually ever gonna broadcast those 100 percent, 100 percent. on youtube or yeah dark and elevation yeah and for this new show that starts on wednesday where we get to see adam cole and Britt baker pretend adam cole was out injured with a concussion but it's actually for the purposes of television and reality god do you think i hope not yeah that would be a dark <laughs> dark I'm, story I mean imagine getting CM Punk to put an Instagram story out and delete it to 30 seconds later to promote his return I've had enough already <laughs> I don't care I'm just like uh, I think everyone's excited potential returns or the controversy controversy around it oh yeah I'm just like okay <laughs> the shoot worky thing is like, I, uh, I mean in fairness though if you're trying to build your all out pay-per-view around MJF Darby Allen Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara to be, mm. here's our main event. They're the pillars of AEW. You have picked a really shit storyline to die on here, Tony Khan. Yeah. I mean, Sammy Guevara and Tony Mello want him to be like, oh, these are my young friends. Yeah, sure. If they throw away the all four, all in one shot, 
that's really not the greatest way to do it. They're definitely doing yeah. it though. Did you see Sammy Guevara's Twitter post today? Oh no, who's he upset this time? Uh, it really made me laugh. Oh, like, this is a good one, right? He's actually kind of nailed it. So he had like, you know, young pictures of MJF and he had a young picture of Jungle Boy. Yeah. And then he had, I don't know if you know the meme where the kid's like, I like turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where he's dressed as a god. Like as Darby <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Like, that's really funny very good so yeah good prop anyway so what happened during this time uh, firstly uh, just to throw it out there rest in peace Lanny Potter oh man genius yeah fuck well, it I, 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 at the time when it was announced I then straight up went straight online to try and buy like the WWE action figure <laughs> yeah you cannot get them for love nor money even now they were quite pounds. rare yeah I think the cheapest yeah. one I found was about 260 quid fuck it and, yeah. and I love the genius but he would have been horrified if I had spent <laughs> that amount of money on an action figure of himself sure. and he would have just encouraged me to say buy Von Wagner merch yeah fucking it we're big genius marks so yeah. just had to put it on the pod you know uh, so what happened between the 31st of March and the 12th of May 1997 the last few weeks yeah. that we've missed Pillman is back and on Raw, attacked uh, by Austin from behind. Uh, killer promos from both. Pillman defeats, um, sort of defaults into the Heart Foundation. Yep. Uh, we've also got Jim and the Anvil Neidhart appearing on Raw as well. With his really, really nice flat cap. Oh, his leather flat man. cap. Very nice. <laughs> also joining the Foundation. Yeah, they seem like vital bits of storyline to this, but... Eh, not really. We all knew they were going to be in the foundation. Yeah. So we just kind of skipped over that. Uh, they've saved Brett from uh, another Austin attack. So we've still got Austin and Brett kind of feuding. And- Which is lovely. Yeah, sure. Uh, Owen beat Rocky to become the new Intercontinental Champion. Good, because what's that guy ever done? <laughs> so the foundation now have the tag straps, the EU strap, as we're now calling it. <laughs> the Brexit strap. <laughs> the Brexit strap. <laughs> the Intercontinental strap and the slammies. So dripping in gold. Uh, we've Fuck got- you, Bloodline. <laughs> best storyline ever made. This is the best storyline ever made. Uh, Till the payoff. Maybe. <laughs> Although in fairness, on that, on the network at the moment, yeah. they've put up a whole thing about the history of the Bloodline. Mm. And it's just under two hours long. And I started watching it earlier. Yeah genuinely really well put together for a WWE thing. It's not, it was like, oh, moments and matches and it literally has and how they put it together. It's Roman Reigns a prick to his family and just, I'm halfway through and we've just got up to past Mania 38 where Sami Zayn's going, hey, I'm in, I'm a locker room leader in the other one. And I've heard what these guys sounds like. I completely forgot that promo after yeah. the, uh, the Knoxville match. Sure. It's, I really, really love the beginning bit. Yeah. With the Jimmy J kind of one of those out, one's the, feuding. And the only part that made the Thunderdome interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Middle bit's kind of like, okay. And then Triple H takes over and it gets really, really yeah. good again. And you're like, it's one of those storylines that I think if they can give us like one more end phase to it, it's going to be incredible. I they think, have to pop something here. I know? think J Roman would probably be the, the big thing. That's where I thought they would go with it. But they kind of defaulted into kind of Sammy and into Cody and I'm not quite sure what's I, happening I think there, that's but... what would have happened. I think they would have had Rock committed and Cody not got hurt. So he would have already won one of the belts before Mania this year. Probably would have won at SummerSlam. Yeah. I think they would have had Jay beat Roman for the undercard world title belt. And then that would lead into Roman Rock. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, a lot of maybes because the Rock wasn't fit enough. Yeah, because then The Rock can win and not have to lose the belt, right? That's right. Yeah, sure. And, you know, Rock wasn't fit enough in 97, but he's dropped the belt to Owen. So more power to him. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, nice segue. <laughs> Champion Undertaker got his face burned by Foley. It's done brilliantly. Yeah. It's one of the very few kind of like, what do they call the uh, Flashlight stuff? paper. Flashlight paper stuff. Yeah. It's done really, really well. Like the way Taker sells it, like you're not used to seeing Taker sell like this. Yeah. Like he's kind of grabbing his face, being like, ah, like kind of like desperately looking for something around ringside to help him. It's a great little bit of uh, storytelling. Good. For, good. And again, Undertaker can sell yeah. when he wants to. Absolutely. Uh, Taker has also beaten Foley at the In Your House. He's still the champion. So the on tour stuff, we've been on tour to South Africa, uh, which is, yep, but also Kuwait. <sighs> now, wrestling fans, if you hear 1997 WWF Q8, what do you think of? Ahmed Johnson in the main <laughs> event. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what we think of. <laughs> yeah. The average fan immediately goes to Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have that incident where, like, him and Taker are on TV. And, you know, the host goes, oh, this isn't real, right? It is fake. And Vader's like, <laughs> why is he a magician now? <laughs> did I mean to do the accent? Not sure I did. Okay. <laughs> but then Vader's like, does this feel fake? And he kind of grabs the guy by the throat and is like, oh, no, 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 fuck it, this, fuck it, that. And Undertaker sitting there going, keep saying gimmicks, saying gimmicks. <laughs> just like sitting there. I've got a lifetime to earn out of this gimmick. And what happens? Vader goes into prison, right? Vader was in a lot of trouble with the Q80 authorities. Yeah. And right in fairness, understandably so. You've just assaulted a man on live television. Yeah, I mean, in general, they shouldn't be going out and assaulting people, should they? But No. This is 97. There's different rules. There's different times. The time. only time it's okay to assault someone is if they tackle Bretta Hall of Fame and then FTR are allowed to punch him in the face. I wholeheartedly agree with you, good sir. So uh, these episodes of Raw are absolutely fucking shit. As I said, half of them are in the USA, half of them are on tour. Uh, Brett is an uber face in all the foreign countries. Good lad. It's incredible. It's wonderful. Like he's coming out, full baby face pops, massive responses. He's getting in the ring, being like, I love South Africa. <laughs> and the song that the shades are still being handed out in the in the you know non-US territories. It's so good. So great. I love seeing like big baby face Brett while he's like top heel in the company. <laughs> it's so silly. Babyface Jim Neidhart's really funny because he looks really awkward, like hand slapping people. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, hmm? Yeah, this time period at least. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. So did you watch any of the promos that Sean cut during this time? No. They're so bad. <laughs> like, so, so bad. It's here he comes out and he talks for 15 minutes and says nothing. And it's him half breaking kayfabe, half complaining about how the crowd won't cheer him. And you're like, maybe do something to get them to cheer. <laughs> this sounds like every Brit rest promo. Yeah, on one of the bigger much. promotions. Oh, 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 no one likes me. Oh, why doesn't anyone like me? It's like, basically like teenage angst. Yeah. Like massively self-centered. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit about any of the other guys in the world. He's not putting over feuds. He's not telling a story. Wait, you've obviously seen my last promo. <laughs> 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 I mean, Brit rest in general. But, you know. <laughs> sure. So Brett is still feuding with Austin uh, in the meantime. Uh, Revenge of the Taker, which is the In Your House show. Uh, Austin injures Brett's knee, which is important. He took his knee out of his knee. Mm, he did take his knee out of his knee. So at Revenge of the Taker, which is the In Your House, Austin versus Brett. Austin injures Brett by hitting him in the head. <coughs> excuse me. 
by hitting him in the head with his knee brace and then locking in the sharpshooter. So like Austin doing the sharpshooter to Brett. Uh, Foundation caused the DQ, saving Brett. But post-match, that's when we get the whole attacking the knee and Brett is fully injured yeah. at this point. Uh, he even like... Uh, no, no, that's the next bit. Sorry, I'm getting it's, confused. I'll, I'll try and skip it then. So Austin uh, further injures the knee, blah, 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 with a steel chair. Austin getting big face pops now, like beating up yeah. Sean back in America. Sorry, hot. I always get confused in Sean and Brett. It's quite an important difference. <laughs> <laughs> one's the best in the world. One's a prick. Exactly. Uh, so Sean uh, keeps sticking his nose in here and there, kind of rescuing Austin from foundation beatdown, things like that. Uh, Brett is now in a wheelchair after having knee surgery. <laughs> Big and bad commas. It's uh, really good. Yeah. <laughs> is that okay? It's fine. <laughs> Give us a standing ovation, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from the wheelchair jokes. <laughs> Foundation of coming after Sean. Uh, how dare he get involved in their matches, etc., etc. Uh, Sean promo. He'll return to the ring in action at King of the Ring. Ooh. Which we will be covering, I think. We will be, yes. Good stuff. Uh, Foundation attacks Sean, as promised. LOD jump in for the save. So basically, we've got this combination of people. We've got Taker, Austin, Sean, Legion of Doom, kind of feuding with the Foundation. So you can see where you've got this kind of big, bollocksy Americans versus grumpy Canadians and an American. But like, you know, mainly Canadians. And you've also then got the underbubbling still of the nation. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of like a separate thing at this point, but still good. Rocky joined yet. No. No, he's not, not there yet. yet. No, no, no. Because no, no. we get that later on. Yeah. Yeah. So we also have another In Your House in this time period called Cold Day in Hell. Uh, it's the last show before this week's episode nice. we're covering today. So it's Taker versus Austin in the main event. Heart Foundation end again to distract Austin. Taker still retains. Taker's, Taker's yeah. still the champ. So we've got Foundation, Taker, and Austin brawling post-match. The show ends with Austin giving Taker a stunner for some fucking reason, uh, and chasing after the Heart Foundation. So we're really, really putting Austin over strong. Here. Yeah, Austin doesn't have friends or friends or tag team partners. He will stun or anyone. Because that's the kind of guy he is. A uh, few other kind of side notes going into that. That's, that's the main stuff, Yeah, considering uh, Brett and Sean, because they're kind of mixed in this bunch at the moment. Yeah, basically, Sean won't wrestle, so Steve Austin is elevating himself, and Sean's there in the background trying to put himself over. Exactly when no one else is there to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really weird. Uh, Shamrock has these getting to know you vignettes leading to a feud with Vader which they've started to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Raw had Vincent Cornell on commentary for one episode, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, those two on commentary. Because today we've just got uh, Lawler and, and King. King. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not the same. It's not there yet. No, absolutely You need not. Vinnie Mack on this commentary. But yeah, Vinnie Mack and Cornette. Yeah, they're just the best combination. Yeah. Because... Jim doesn't give a fuck about Vince and Vince is really good at his job at this time period. Yeah. So you have Vince doing all the play-by-play and the unbelievables and the stuff and then Cornette just shitting on everything. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, Triple H and Goldust are still feuding. Good long-term here. This has been the whole series we've done. Yes, yeah, because this is where he's now transitioning from being, because as he's now a face, he can't be deemed, you know, wafty, yeah. I think was a word I've been seeing used online. What was the one that they referred to him as? Not confused, but it was something like so, yeah. confused. Yeah. But um, 
the fact that we're now with gold dust being the case well he's a face so he's now he's a character he's yeah. to entertain for dakota yeah he's doing it for his daughter he's doing it for him and to step out of the shadow of his father there's a whole segment on this exactly <laughs> yeah i mean this is like the second promo in a series we get to cover today <laughs> the logic in 97 of well we want to make you a baby face for some reason you can't have your sexuality questioned. Because <laughs> yeah, so you could be shown and tell them you've got a daughter and be there with Marlena. Yeah. You're show the hot wife. Heterosexual <laughs> gold dust. Androgynous. Let's use that word. We found someone in creative has found a thesaurus. Sure, what's sure. another word for <laughs> No. Vince writing intro is like, ooh, what's this one? <laughs> Androgynous? That's a word I haven't used. What does that mean? Gold dust. <laughs> gold dust. What's a scissor sister? It's a band? Yeah, Vince, it's a band. Good. <laughs> Fucking great shit, man. Uh, so Honky Tonk Man, I can't believe we missed this. This is one of the things we sacrificed. We're well, scouting. Yeah. <laughs> he finally has found his protege. It's Daddy Ass, Rockabilly Gun Ass Dad. Uh, and he's feuding with <laughs> Road Dog. Dad. <laughs> well, Ass Dad. Ass Dad. Is that Aska? <laughs> Sounds like a Russian gimmick. Ass Dad. <laughs> Um, who was it on commentary this week referred to um, Ludwig Kaiser as Ludwig Borger I was like that's an amazing throwback yeah that sounds like a Corey Graves or a Michael but incredible wow Um, so yeah so yeah that that storyline has come to its peak it would seem but we'll see oh surely must be getting Ludwig Borger at some point oh no he was before 97 wasn't he he was before Astudera I think so oh, yeah. disappointing for his three matches yeah, banishing time. beating to Tunker's undefeated streak yeah actually I've really dated myself yeah let's move on <laughs> it's all good uh, Farouk has returned and he's pissed at Ahmed we'll see where that goes I wonder how many cues <laughs> how many cues yeah I forgot that has a whole gimmick sorry Farouk <laughs> <laughs> <Rukanon. laughs> <laughs> okay blah 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 so we're going to wf roar is war 209 from the 12th of may 1997 but before we get into that what happened in ec dub and wcw so wcw just to give a so obviously we've jumped a bit of time now so our current heavyweight champion is hollywood hogan uh, again our u.s champion is dean malenko <laughs> i expected you to go hollywood hogan <laughs> and our tag, tag champs. team champs Oh, Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> Close to the outsiders. Cru- uh, TV champion is Ultimo Dragon. Cool. Cruiser champion is Six. He got out of the cruiser into the TV. Yeah. Look at that. Look because, at him go. Because Six has got the cruiser belt. Because oh. obviously all the Wolfpack have to have uh, belts. Yeah. Women's champion, um, Akira um, Hakuto. Cool. And on this show, um, this was the last show before Nitro went to one hour for the next few weeks for the NBA playoffs. So oh. it's only going to be one hour nitros from this point. I didn't know they ever did that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, commentary, Shivani, Heenan, Zabisco, very good. Um, we've got Ultimo Dragon defending his belt against Hoovy and uh, retains. I mean, I say retains. There are very few pinfalls on this show and a lot of DQ finishes. What a surprise. <laughs> Next, US heavyweight champion Dean Malenko versus the best. Mr. Mongo McMichael. Oh, got to penetrate in the back, baby. Got to penetrate in the back um, with uh, Jeff Jarrett and Deborah. Lovely. Fortunately, only three minutes 14 Ooh. and uh, Mongo is out. Malenko retains. Wrath with James Vandenberg and Mortis versus Scotty Riggs. Death penalty. Um, gets the win. Basically like tilt a worm backbreaker um, for, uh, for, for Wraith. 
But nice. guess who comes down to stare down Wraith at the end? Uh, oh, I'm going to go with uh, not Sub Zero. What's his name? You were right, though. <laughs> Glacier. Thank you, Glacier. Yeah. He came down. Yes. <laughs> I know my WCW. And then we've got uh, Conan and Hugh Morris yeah. with Jimmy Hart. Uh-huh. Taken on Alex Wright and Ice Train with Teddy Long. Oh, that's my kind of wrestling. Tequila Sunrise uh, on um, on Ice Train to get the win. Alex Wright spent the whole match dancing, apparently. Cool. Um, we have a revisit, taking us back to DDP getting beat down by Hogan and Savage. DDP's walking around with a crutch. Right. Interesting. Interesting. That seems like a gimmick that could work in 97. Nice start joining Queen this episode. <laughs> Main event time. It's a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bischoff introduced us to Sting. But it wasn't Sting, was it, Rich? It was <laughs> fake Sting. Other Sting that Other came sting. the ceiling that turned on them. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, um, yeah. I watched the uh, clip this week. I don't know what time period it was. But it's when Hogan and Savage wrestled like a half an hour main event for WCW. Yep. And then Sting comes down at the end to save Savage from being down, getting beat down. And then Savage turns on Sting. That's it. To join the Fed. Yeah. To join the NWO. And you're like, hang on. You just wrestled for half an hour. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. was the plan all along. What the fuck was that? Anyway. I also missed there was a promo for a Team Piper against Team NWO Wolfpack, um, mm-hmm. where Piper got attacked later on by the NWO. Because we're heading into Slamboree, which is the following weekend. So this is the go-home show to Slamboree. Right. The Slamboree card was main event. Team Piper, which is Flair, Piper, and Kevin Green. Oh, football player Kevin Green. Yep. <laughs> Got a penetrate in the back. Taking on Wolfpack. Oh, no, a- Kevin Green was the guy that was earlier in the night, wasn't he, when we were doing it? He wasn't part of the whole Mongo thing. No, no, because they were together. Because yeah, yeah. they were the footballers. And then they split when uh, Michael took the money and became a horseman. I'm getting lost here. It doesn't matter, Karen. Um, but yeah, so Kevin Green, and they they, they were going to be wrestling uh, the Wolfpack, so Hall, Nash, and Six. Yeah. U.S. Heavyweight Championship, Dean Malenko versus J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. Please tell me Jarrah wins. I, well, Jarrah well, we'll, we'll find <laughs> we'll out. Find out. <laughs> we'll find out next week. TV title, Ultimo Dragon versus Lord Stephen Regal. Nice. Um, Steve McMichael versus Reggie White. Like Barry White, but Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Best comment ever. Go on. <laughs> Steiners against Hugh Morris and Conan. Mm-hmm. That was sold well in this match. Hopefully someone dies, yeah. Medusa versus Luna Vachon. Right. I imagine that was pretty, probably fun. The not two for, minutes it went. Not for the title, of course. Oh, why not? Uh, oh, ben- neither of them got the bell. No. Yeah. Benoit versus Meng in a death match. <laughs> okay. And um, then we've got Ray versus um, Yuji um, Yashiroka. Don't know who that is. And Glacier versus Mortis. So that's what yes. we've got a pay-per-view. But we're not going to watch it. All about then- the entrances and the ring gear. And unfortunately, for like from an ECW standpoint, mm. um, so this was the one that was aired on the 15th of May, so a few days later, Tommy Dreamer over Luis Piccoli, Chris Candido and Taz beat Sabu and RVD. Nice. RVD gets beaten on ECW TV three well, days after he's been on Monday Night Raw. Mm. Mm. I can't imagine he took the pinfall, but who knows. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's what we're going up against for Monday Night Raw is War. Where yeah. again, as we've established, our champions at the moment are Taker's got the big uh, winged eagle, Owen's got the IC belt and the uh, tag strap. 
Europe, the, the Brexit champion is Davy Boy Smith. The women's title doesn't exist. Big pop for the Brexit champion. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in Newark, Delaware, USA, uh, the Bob Carpenter Center. 4,077 super no vacancy. I haven't used that term in a while. <laughs> I really wish Bob Carpenter was like a man from the far show. Bob Carpenter here, arse. <laughs> Seriously, for any American listener who hasn't watched the far show, it's British comedy at its finest, which people won't get or enjoy. There's plenty on YouTube. Just Google yeah. YouTube far show for five minutes and come back to the pod. You know, it's well yeah. worth it. Uh, TV rating 3.2, whatever the fuck that means. And a commentary by Jim Ross and Jerry Laura, as we talked about. No Vince. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> which isn't said these days. Yeah. Vince McMahon and creative. Boo. It's the character. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the man yeah. I refer to. He's a We're man. We're not big advocates of like sexual abuse. <laughs> that would be a bad thing. Uh, let's move on. So uh, there were a couple of post-event dark matches on this show. Just throw them out there. A WF World Heavyweight Championship match between Taker and Mankind, which would have been nice. Lovely. You also got a six-person tag of uh, Austin and LOD versus Pillman, Owen, and Bulldog, which I imagine was bloody good. Wish they'd put them on the show. Well, we can't put them on the show yet. We've got to save that for um, Canadian Stampede. Indeed, which is coming up. Uh, The show opens with Vince recapping a cold day in hell. Uh, Just to give us a bit of where the scene is, I'm going to play this now. It was a cold day in hell last night in Richmond, Virginia, as the World Wrestling Federation invaded the sold-out Richmond Coliseum. The 458-pound bully of the World Wrestling Federation Vader took on the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, who was making his World Wrestling Federation debut. The only way to win this matchup was by knockout or submission. From the outset, Vader used his 200-pound-plus weight advantage to overpower Shamrock, but Shamrock's superior athleticism and quickness took down the mighty Mastodon. The bully was forced to submit to a man half his size. Oh, yeah. Look out. Mike Tyson, what a debut for Ken Shamrock. Ahmed Johnson came up just short in his attempt to disband the Nation of Domination, but the Pearl River powerhouse was able to defeat Crush and then Savio Vega. But the toll of three separate matches proved just too much. Farouk took advantage of an exhausted Ahmed Johnson, and this nation under Farouk has survived and indeed dominated for at least one other day. Stone Cold Steve Austin nearly became the WWF champion last night, taking on The Undertaker for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. The Diabolical Heart Foundation scalped front row seats, and boy, did they ever make a grand entrance indeed, as the action was just about ready to get underway. From there, the hearts made their presence felt throughout the matchup, getting involved in certainly more than just one occasion. Austin managed to put the Stone Cold Stunner on The Undertaker and was perhaps cheated out of the title by Brian Pillman ringing the bell. And in the confusion, The Undertaker reversed the momentum and then drove Austin down to the canvas to win the matchup. However, then Bret Hart's thug sprung into action, attacking The Undertaker. In the ensuing melee, Stone Cold did get some measure of revenge, but Bret and the Foundation fled like a pack of rats. And in a fit of anger, Austin then returned to the ring and once again stunned The Undertaker with the Stone Cold Stunner. However, now Stone Cold Steve Austin will direct all of his anger squarely toward the Hart Foundation, and in particular, Brian Pillman. So Vince calls the Foundation Bret Hart's thugs and rats. Vince uses it to build to Austin and Pillman as well. 
Which that's rumoured at this stage yeah. for King of the Ring. Because at the end of this, um, so again, I, at the end of this card, sometimes I go, well, we're heading to King of the Ring. Let's see what the rumoured card was back in 1997. And two of the rumoured matches for this card were our heroes of this series. Yeah. And the other one was Austin Pillman. So, cool. interesting. Because we know this is the year where Pillman has some really, really good stuff. And some really, really terrible stuff in his actual real IRL life. Yeah. And so I'm very interested to see how much of this we get. <laughs> I'll tell you about that. In his, in his IRL life. In his real life IRL life. <laughs> his real time in real life life. God, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. You're so, you're so middle-aged right now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> It's like going WWE Entertainment, or like you know, my my name is uh, like I work for Trident Digital TDM Media. So it's like Trident Digital Media, so it's like TD Media Media. <laughs> like it doesn't work. So good they named it twice. Yeah, fucking. Anyway. How's the gold? Huh? How's the gold? Oh, uh, we can say it. So you looked in the accounts for TDM when I was renewing my contract <laughs> and found out that like, you know, they invested in some gold and stuff with the yeah. profits and things. Yeah. I have no idea. I didn't bring it up. It got a bit complicated, to be honest. Oh God, you don't, do you know any of this? Other than the fact you now have to go to London three days a week. Uh, well, yeah, I got, I get paid more though. So that's good. Hey. Um, I'm now like a managerial thing. Uh, um, people leader, fuck. I don't think I told you any of this because I thought it would be good to funny save it on the pod. Oh, here we go. Yeah. As we're at this point where we're about to go into the intro, maybe I should tell the story now. Yeah, let's do it. So I'll be brief about it. There's some personal stuff I can't say, obviously. But, uh, all the hookers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hookers and coke wrestling, you know? <laughs> They're all underage, right? <laughs> so I had a one-to-one with Ollie. And you went one-on-one with Ollie. <laughs> Beat the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he goes to I go to him oh dude my contract's up next week and he goes no it isn't I'm like what do you mean he's like you're full time employed and I was like (laughs) what like permanently and he's like yeah I was like oh okay I didn't know that I didn't know that's how that worked never been employed my whole life I've always been a freelancer (laughs) I can imagine if you looked for another job and just not turned up on Monday (laughs) my contract had expired (laughs) and in an employment tribunal case you'd be like oh shit exactly so what what confused me is the first year of my employment was a one year contract like it's very typical in media to have like a six month or one year contract like the BBC don't give out more than six months at this point unless you've been there for long enough that they have to give you full-time employment <laughs> Lineker. oops yeah, exactly sure <laughs> fucking a um i'm liking you to the same level of prestige and earnings as gary Lineker. Oh, by exactly the, way. the same obviously <laughs> like <laughs> trying to invest in gold they can pay you Lineker money <laughs> so uh I, I asked ollie can i have a one-to-one with you like i sent him an email laying out why i wanted more money basically <laughs> yeah. uh, and like you know he was like okay well we've got a one-to-one uh, an annual review whatever on this day blah blah and so, yeah, we do that. And I sit down with him and I go, oh, we did it on Zoom, thinking about it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Details. I'm on the spectrum. Hello. <laughs> anyway. Only sat there with his magic, like AG greens, like <laughs> kicking it back, going, mmm, delicious. Legit, we ended the conversation talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we go through the thing and I'm like, he's like you can have this much money and i'm like mm, i want this much money <laughs> i love negotiations yeah sure and so i said to him like uh he, he went to me uh well let me talk to coo who's rich now other rich 
Triple H. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have a quick chat and we'll see whether we can do that. And I was like, okay, awesome. Just so you know, while you do that, I'm going to see what other jobs are out there. <laughs> I was just literally like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to go behind your back. I've been honest with you since day one. Yeah. This is, I want this. You know, I want this. I've told you since day one. Yeah. So I went out. I've looked, I've actually told him for three years. I wanted this number. Yeah. And How do you expect me to do my work when all I hear is die, rich, die. <laughs> <laughs> work every day. Die, bar, die. <laughs> so uh, I started emailing like people I know and sending Twitter DMs just to friends, basically. Yeah. Who I've either worked with, Louis, <laughs> other people like that who are in the industry. Oh, man. Just, just, just saying, you know, have you heard of anything? Is there any media stuff out there? Like any employment, like in a managerial type position? Because there is a thing with Wrestle Talk whereby there's three or four people that have been there forever, which are best mates, which are the top of the pile. Like, yeah. I'm never going to be one of those people, you know? And so. There's uh, a way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quick snip on a murder. <laughs> you know, why not? Once, they, once you accidentally de- deactivate Surfshark VPN and they'll actually be able to see their browsing history, <laughs> they won't be in jobs <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so basically, this is a long story short. Uh, I ended up talking to this guy called Brett. Now, Brett. Brett! <laughs> it works well with the echo in here now. Brett. Do a bracket. Brett! Increase the echo. <laughs> Brett is the guy that runs GFN. Do you know what GFN is? No, I'm old. GFN is the global fan network who run... Only fans. Arsenal Fan TV. Ugh. Ugh. I literally got offered a job. I had one Zoom interview and they went, we'll give you that much money and more to come work in this studio in London, basically part-time. And I was like, fuck, was just going to use it as leverage, but this is really (laughs) tempting now. And so, yeah, I was, uh, until I met with Ollie the second time and he went, all right, we'll give you the money you asked for. And I was like, fucking A, let's go. Because I don't want to change jobs at yeah. all. Yeah. I your almost, contract might expire. Yeah. I always end up working. Maybe someone might try and cull 15% of your workforce. <laughs> you don't want to change job when you're secure. <laughs> so gold, you say. <laughs> Hang on, let me look at next, next year's financial statements. Oh, they've had to sell the gold to pay your salary. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's not It's not until I reached out into the industry and got two immediate job offers that I went, maybe I am all right at my job, you know? It's a big confidence booster. The, the viewership and the quality of work that you produce, this isn't to blow smoke Don't up your ass. Don't do no, please. You are incredibly talented. Thanks, mate. The fact that one of your videos was mentioned in a best man speech that I was at a wedding at last weekend, because it was Adam who was in the music video you filmed for Lightspeed. Oh, cool. Nice. And uh, he said, you know, we were worried that Adam was going to become a, like a big global TV site. Like great video, really good. But it's only been viewed by about three thousand people, so we don't have to worry about it. It's like fuck you, Byron. Fuck you. Two thousand nine hundred ninety-nine by me. So fuck you. <laughs> to me, refreshing the page over yeah, and over yeah. again. Let's get to a thousand. Bang Let's get video. to a thousand. Um, but the thing is, though, like the work you do at WrestleTalk, and I think they appreciate the value and the quality of work. And again, I. I I've watched Wrestle Talk more since you have been there, but the quality of bits before you joined Wrestle, like when you you um, you shot your shot, you shoot your shot yeah, back in sure. the day, yeah. like the Super Soaker that sponsors today's episode of Raw, <laughs> got it in, got it, yeah. In. Um, like the quality of the output is significantly higher, and I know that's obviously as you know, time and technology evolve, and like their investment in their tech is there, but I'm pretty sure largely that's down to you going. Oi, dickheads, this looks shit. Now this looks good. 
Yeah, me and Laurie have just taken over production, basically. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, incredible. It's really, it's really, really and some of the wrestling shows you may or may not be involved with are also incredible. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, apparently. Are you not allowed to be involved in those anymore? Uh, apparently, they can't afford us. Well, then I look forward to seeing their B-level fucking camera phone footage. I don't know what you're talking about. no one's going to watch. (laughs) I'm moving on. So Vince calls the foundation Brett's heart slugs and rats, blah, 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 Hitler, la, la, la. So a siren, a hole in a wall, a man running, rockets, drones, Ahmed kicks up in. Ollie's gone to the bank to get your new salary. Uh, bombs. Yeah, it's time. Ty- All oh, right, you know the. Yeah. I'm trying to work out the lyrics. I think the opening line is this: "Too much time and not enough scotch." Well, her got a dog in my eye. <laughs> Splicey. I know what to get a dog in the eye. <laughs> that sounds like a blink song. What Hi. time are we up to here? Uh, uh, 4229. 42. I want to put it in because it'd be really funny to go from me saying it to hearing it because you'll hear the words. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, too much time and not enough scotch. I think it's a great line. There's, there's the new merch. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> too much time, not enough scotch. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It's the, hey, her got a dog in my eye. It's just a her in there because <laughs> The pyro blows its load all over the stage. The crowd is fucking electric for 97. Super signs wild in the aisles. The fucking attitude era. Love it. We've got JR and King on commentary. We've got signs in the crowd. We've got the fucking pyro Austin angry entrance. It's I would like... 97 fans with today's product. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, it was so much fun, man. Fuck you, Shotzi! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, maybe not on that front. <laughs> it wouldn't be quite so good. You know, Shot- the big Roman about- is a gay! <laughs> <laughs> big sign. <laughs> Shotzi, I didn't know. No, I need to be in used to be in horror movies. Mm. Shotzi used to apparently... Heard on the line, so it could be complete fabrication, but it made me laugh anyway. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, Shotzi sells photographs of her poo. Oh, poo. <laughs> I thought you said poon. No, no, no. At the end, on the no. end. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Shotzi used to sell photographs of her plop. Oh, gee. I mean, you're going to make money. Fair play to you. Exactly. I'll, I'll 100%. Go yeah. for it. Uh, you know, <laughs> there must be someone on OnlyFans doing that, right? It must be. It must be. <laughs> If not, my wife's out of work at the moment. <laughs> Underpants plus poo equal profit, right? <laughs> and that's the name of the business. <laughs> I wonder if it's registered at company's house. <laughs> I'll get it set up now. It's only 13 quid to incorporate a company. <laughs> I'm down. This sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, Just imagine the swindle. <laughs> sell it as our own shit in ladies' pants. No, no, what you need to do is sell it as like, you know, celebrities, like female celebrities. We use their profile photos and everything from Twitter, you know what I mean? Miley but Cyrus is us. Poo. Just like <laughs> <laughs> This is a million yen idea. Which is like twenty quid, right? Yeah. Cool. <coughs> JR welcomes us to the show. He says, hello. Uh, there's a guitar. 
JR. He doesn't do a long Vince intro, and, and Vince hasn't really been doing those intros very much recently either. So we haven't had a welcome everyone to Monday Night Raw. We are live from wherever we are today. And then the beginning of the story, like he yeah. usually does now. It's just usually a welcome to Monday Night Raw. Cut to guitar squeal. Yeah. Uh Brett starts his VT Tyantron. It's him, Diana, and Bulldog at SummerSlam 92. It's glorious. The foundation will come out. Brett in a wheelchair, greasy haired, over his eyes. Sad boy, Brett, looking very raven. Here. He's lost his smile. <laughs> he has lost his smile legitimately by the looks of it. What about me? What about Brett? <laughs> sure. Um, should we play the promo here? It's very, very long. It's like 15 minutes. I'm not sure it's worth it, really. No, it's too long to put in. And okay. I'm pretty sure we might get a strike with that one with 15 minutes. Is Copyright doesn't exist on SoundCloud. It's fine. <laughs> Servers in Mexico. I'm trying not to comment on the other things AAA have done recently that really annoyed me. But you know, I mean, the World Cup because it wasn't technically, whilst it was a AAA thing, what I only did it for was to see if we would get any form of procession of ashes, yeah. and fuck me, did we? <laughs> did you really? We got Penta, um, who was whoever was I can't remember who was in Penta's team. Right. They all came out. And uh, they had flags of uh, old old uh, AAA um, president. And all of a sudden, just from behind the barricade, Mrs. Pena, thanks for liking my tweet uh, about Murder Clown, by the way. Uh, that be, Everyone needs Murder Clown to catch people. All of a sudden, she just stood up. And miraculously, from up behind the guardrail, came the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and at that stage, it's like, like a magic trick. 24 quid, well spent. Happy days. Uh, my favorite when you'd watched it you sent me a little message of just like what's happened but the bit that was most telling was they made the kingo look like shit oh my god yeah it was awful yeah in what capacity like um they they just no sold and all of his stuff right um my favorite though still was sam adonis uh, Corey's brother yeah um i'm a big mark he they don't sell at all like none of them. Like Adonis has learned in AAA, you don't need to sell, yeah. even if you're not wearing a mask. Yeah, fucking a. And Psycho Clown was also uh, like Psycho Clown's wife. Fuck me. Yeah, you, you mentioned this to me. I still haven't seen. Man, so. Jugosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> but like three hundred pound Jugosaurus Rex, or like ninety pounds, but still Jugosaurus Rex. She is. Uh, she was a, a, a full-bodied woman with grande badonkadonks, I believe would be the correct terminology. Nothing wrong with that, good sir. And obviously, as always, the the, the psycho clown kids got brought into the ring. Of course, happy yeah. days. Little Fan favorite. <laughs> it's amazing that only Commander of the Kingo get taken to AW. Where's Psycho Clown? Where's mm. Murder Clown? Thing is that, like you know, those other guys you mentioned sell occasionally and will take a pinfall loss. Oh, like yes, the mega well. champ losing to Kenny Omega, who isn't the AEW champ in the main event. Well, it did allow Conan to be on like a 30-second uh, ream on AEW social media saying, is that what now we did? all know who the Kingo is. Like when Kenny goes to back to AAA to do the return match, I wonder what's going to happen, Dax. Uh, he's not going to go. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be in the Fed by then, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. His contract's expiring. I, 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 I watch Wrestle Talk. Yeah, sure. Me too. Um, <laughs> So Brett loves his foundation, lads. Uh, you're the bad guys, America. It's it's a Brett promo from this yeah. time period. Uh, the way Brett says, Stone Cold Steve Austin 
in like disdain, but he's very precise about pronouncing each part of the name because he knows it's going to work and he sees something in Austin. Like, ah, Brett's so good again. Other people over, But also my favorite when he was introducing his foundation was, and my lovable brother, Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. So cool. Uh, Brett says Austin has barnyard overtones. (laughs) Fucking great. Uh, What kind of hero would pick on a guy in a wheelchair? (laughs) Brett has a point. Woke, isn't it? Like, you know. Ah, see, now again, you're using that young person language. Woke and shook. Yeah. Shook and shocked are the same thing, right? I was Uh, shook. Yeah. So just say shocked, you fucking peasants. <laughs> cool. Yeah, sure. The day, I mean, <laughs> I, you see woke culture mentioned on BBC News and it's like, I'm not on board with this, but I understand why you have to say it. But I've never mm. seen Christian and Guru Murphy say, oh, this person was shook. Do you know why? It's not real fucking work. I mean, you've got a fair point. Yeah. Do I say that? You don't say that, no. I don't think I say no, that. No, because you're a grown up. Yeah. Well, I've you're a grown up man who probably doesn't have TikTok on your phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't realized about TikToks that you're a really good range of boobs. It's great. <laughs> download, <laughs> download, download, download. <laughs> so a Stone Cold Steve Austin is a loser, according to Brett. Uh, the foundation won all the belts. Davy Boy is having a delightful time being a heel. Every time Brett says anything, Davy steps to the front, points to everyone in the crowd, is like, you! He's talking about you! <laughs> so funny. <laughs> On the thing with Davy, right, is you know they're all wearing their gear, so they're yeah. all wearing tights and trunks. Davy has trunks, which expose most of him. <laughs> and he has them up to his chest. He is, uh, he's, he's showing. Oh, I love Davey so much. Like, I love a good weird personality. Hey, everyone loves a promo school. Point at them and make sure <laughs> you get to every single one. Fucking A. Uh, Brett has a surprise. He talks about the surprise Ooh, for like for later. five minutes. Yeah. But he goes to say it and he's like, no, no, no. And then they all just bugger off to the back. Uh, not the greatest opening promo, but funny for us. Funny for us. It doesn't really set everything other than he doesn't like Austin. And obviously we saw that in from Cold Day in Hell that they've taken, you know, they cost Austin the match against Undertaker. So there's obviously yep. that bubbling away. But as you said, it was quite a long promo, which was funny for us, but didn't really say anything other than there's a secret. I'll reveal it later. Yeah, sure. Maybe. And that's pretty much it. Tonight on Raw, we're going to have Taker versus Savio Vega. We're going to have the Nation of Domination against the Legion of Doom. We're also going to have, there's also a Nation of Domination graphic made out to look like it'll be all of them. But uh, <laughs> going up against the LOD, not sure they're doing the job. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> it, it was Crush, Farouk, uh, D'Lo, Savio. Yeah, who were in the graphic. And uh, PG-13 Yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure no one was could sue and claim it wasn't advertised, <laughs> Vince McMahon. Subject to change. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The opening matchup. We've got a King of the Ring kind of like build-up tournament thing going yeah. on. So this is a 1997 King of the Ring first round match of Hunter's Helmsley with China versus Ahmed Johnson. Guns don't kill people. Ahmed oh, does. does. <laughs> <laughs> so just to throw it out, the eight tournament matches for the first round are Ahmed versus Triple H, Vader versus Crush, which I can't wait for. That is going to be technical. Goldust versus 
Jerry the King Lawler. Did you know Goldust isn't gay? <laughs> I don't know if they've got that across in the promos, yeah, just yeah. in case now he's a face. Uh-huh. Look at his hot wife. He's got a kid, don't you know? Exactly. Ghosts don't have kids, right? <laughs> and also Savio vs. Mankind, but no one cares about that. Uh, Ahmed is just not selling. He He's learnt in AAA. Yeah. He is. And you can understand probably why um, when this time Shawn Michaels had the ear of Vince. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I read it on the next slide. But carry on. <laughs> Shawn Michaels had the ear of Vince. Yeah. Triple H is having to work Ahmed Johnson. I'm pretty sure that shortly after this match, it was like, right, Ahmed's going through, is he? Via DQ. Mm-hmm. Well, he won't be in the tournament, will he? <laughs> um, Jerry Lawler during this match on commentary. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> Uh, tells us he also has a surprise just like Brett. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> well, the first bit. <laughs> hide your wife if it's under the age, she's under the age of 16. There's a, a clip that's doing the rounds with Jerry Lawler on Twitter right now. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, but I don't think I want to search this. He goes, um, oh, I've never had a problem with dating young women, especially when I drop them off at school the next day. On Raw in 97. <laughs> oh my God, that's so terrible. It's fucking atrocious, man. All been there. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> caught me off guard. That was great. Uh, China room for the chair shot bullshit DQ finish, as you might expect. Uh, Ahmed wins and progresses in the tournament. Boo. China boosts the shit out of Ahmed. It's great. <laughs> who's got bigger muscles? Who's got the bigger cock? Producer. Uh, is that funny still? I've heard he's still got a massive dong. Yeah, not like China, though. <laughs> it's like a baguette. Wait, she's dead. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. it's just a joke. It's fine. It's not real. It's just wrestling. <laughs> jo- Joni didn't have a dick, but the character China did. There you go. None of this is real. It's all just character. Uh, Austin hanging out backstage as we cut to ads. And we're back. Glass smash Austin with a crutch in hand. This was a super soaker ad, by the way, that you missed here. Go on. So this episode of Monday Night Raw was sponsored by Super Soaker. And it basically had pictures of Sonny chasing the headbangers with a Super Soaker. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it was the other way around for me in the 97. <laughs> it was like literally splooshing my Super Soaker all over pictures of Sonny. Fucking A, bro. Happy, happy days. Just like pausing every frame. It's like, I must find the one where they... There we go. WrestleMania 2000 video game. I'm pretty sure I said this before on one of our previous pods. But for, for those new listeners, WrestleMania 2000 on the N64, where they had the Titantron entrances, I was convinced that Terry Runnels wasn't wearing panties in one of the video clips so basically just sat there for hours just ogling at this entrance video of thinking because i didn't have the internet yeah probably probably because my parents realized my vision's already shit as it is (laughs) as a teenager that would been the end for my eyes sure i I, I shaved my nose hair earlier (laughs) such a segue from me wanking (laughs) over video games to your nose (laughs) I'm constantly touching my nose like a coke addict. And I'm very aware that like this, just doing this. And it's because I've got all these little hairs like tickling the inside of my nose. Like, well, of course, because you've had cocaine up there. That's why they're tickling. That's why this podcast's so good this just week. Stuffing it with the fucking razor. Get up there. Ow, why have I got cuts up here? Because I put the razor up there in error. <laughs> I'm new to this Coca-Cola drug. You gave me a beard straight enough. Yes. I tried it and I trimmed my beard. Because like, I realized I've got shit beard. So, I literally went like this. It was like, oh, there's a big patch there, and a big patch there, and a big patch there. I was like, fuck. So, so yeah, thank you very much. No but, problem. Uh, if you have someone else that would like them, I'm sure I'll have you to. You can also use them. it on your hair. 
And my missus has used them, I think, on her hair a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. It was a lovely thought. But no, no problem. I don't have quite the beard of girth that you have, so... So I'm um, basically overcompensating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about a man with a girthy beard? Multiple chins. <laughs> I've got neither. Well, actually, I've got the latter, but not the former. So, like, you know, I've got the extra chin, just not the beard. It's how I store food in the uh, in the winter so I don't have to pay for electricity. <laughs> it's like acorns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. All the harvest's good this year. <laughs> so uh, Austin, shit some Brett. He's got a DDP crutch, as we talked about earlier, because everyone uses the same gimmicks across both shows. Exactly. Right. Uh, gimmick infringement. Austin wants to know if Vince has uh, seen a snake in prison. Sorry, let me say that line again. <laughs> 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 You've been looking over the walls, Vince. We've seen a snake in prison. It's gold dust here. It's gold dust in a snake in prison. <laughs> Can you tell it's been like a month since I watched the show? <laughs> Just reading one of those blindly. <laughs> I did rewatch it yesterday. Uh, Austin wants to know if Vince has seen a snake in person. <laughs> I can read. Shut up. Uh, if you ever killed a snake it's a really weird promo Uh, but then Vince goes I prefer not to comment on that (laughs) it's like what okay Vince goes big game hunting yeah and and that that used to be Goldust when it was Hill when they went big gay hunting (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) best gimmick ever fucking hell Austin knows all about snakes you chop off the head with a shovel I'm like, do you have to? Do you not just like feed it and let it go? And then people are stupid and go, yeah, but it's okay. Like worms, they grow back. (laughs) Grow back its head. Fucking idiots. People are just stupid with their fucking shook woke society. (laughs) (laughs) So Austin goes on and on about snakes and how he knows them and how you chop their heads off with shovels and shit. They says this line, which I couldn't quite get my head around. Sometimes you've got to start with the ass of the snake. Brian Pillman. <laughs> like, I get that he's calling Pillman an ass, right? Yeah. That's fine. But why would you ever start with the ass of a snake? Because it can't bite you. Okay. And also... But how is that like Pillman? <laughs> pod- I mean, that's more impressive podcast transition levels. Then he was bumming him. And then I went hard in the slammies. Just like fucking a snake. Oh yeah, I've got a hurt Pillman as well. Like, what? <laughs> this is when script writers came uh, in because Vince was like, you're the rattlesnake and you need to transition to talk about Pillman. Sure. And you've got to start with the arse of a snake known for their assholes. Yeah, snakes, snakes must have arseholes. I mean, but I genuinely don't like, know the answer to this. I don't want to sound uninformed. Yeah, it's not like a cow where it's like right there. <laughs> Yeah, how they birth right out the ass. That's sure. <laughs> always the favourite thing when it came to lambing. Season, oh, and so, like, so what, do they just shit out a lamb? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Why not? Fucking hell. Um, yeah, it was a promo. The promos on this episode of Raw were not great until we get to the very end Yeah, for the, the secret. Um, so in between that and the next match, uh, get ready, Tax. Scott Putzky is coming. Ivan Putzky, the Polish Hammers. Now, Scott Putzky mm. um, obviously got as much reaction as I do uh, wherever <laughs> I go. Literally, first note of the Leaf Cassidy, still in his rocker's gear, fucking idiot, <clears throat> versus Scott Putzky. Silence for Putzky's entrance. Yeah, this looked like a dark match yeah. with no one interested. But he was like, his physique 
Ripping off Texas Tornado's gear. Yeah. Tassels and the boots. Yeah. What's must, he doing? Must be a baby face. Of course. No pop. Stupid crowd. How does that work? <laughs> Obviously too big. Can they not see the tassels? Do Everyone, they not understand? Everyone's trying to go to AOL. Phoning the friends going, can you go on AOL and see if Snake's got asses? <laughs> that's why they weren't there. They were like, I'm going out to use pay phones. Pop in down the library, mate. Find an encyclopedia. <laughs> Children's Britannica. That'll tell us. Jerry Law will have a copy because now he entices school kids into his car. Come and learn about asses on snakes. <laughs> but Scott Putsky, he was dean for big things, and he blew his knee out doing a crossbody over the doing basically doing house show dive in yeah. probably about three weeks' time from this, and then he was never seen of again. Right. WWE. Shame. Shit athlete. And he had to work with Al Snow to make it doubly bad for him. He looks like he's gonna be an absolute fucking star. Yeah, he like his appearance. Yeah. Like the classic like nineties like grunge metal hair, perfect. Incredible physique, yeah. babyface tattles on his boots. Great gear in general. Yeah. Um, JR doing the old, he played football. He's going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, he's only 23 years old, so too old for Lawler. Yeah. <laughs> Very, way too old for Lawler. But there's, it's amazing what getting in the ring with Al Snow can do for your career. It fucking ruined him. Um, so uh, there's a crowd fight. Yep. Uh, I have a term for this match, which I drew last Ooh. week. Uh, spots and botch spots and botch spots and botch <laughs> there's another clothing brand it describes yeah fucking it we should remember this shit why don't I remember anything <laughs> I mean genuinely like the spots and botch would be a huge thing for Brit Rest. yeah I mean that, that it describes these matches in between in 97 so brilliantly oh, it's yeah. been like six or seven like every Ahmed is spots and botch without the spots uh, to be fair anything Brett Hart at this time is spots and botch uh, that seems harsh for Brett oh well, Owen's also here Owen and Brett, I put anything there in is good. Well, well, you see, aside from them. Oh yeah, no, but Owen and Brett. I thought but, you were saying no. that's what some bot dressers. I'm like, what's happened? <laughs> Brett Hart got Sid Justice for a match. <laughs> there you go. I got very lost there. Uh, German suplex by Putski, kind of. Well, well hang one, on. two, three. Polish suplex from Putski. Come on. Okay. Got to be careful. This cross border. Fair enough. Putski wins, kind of. I couldn't take it seriously when I kept hearing it because at the time my daughter was also going about comic relief and children lead. I said, Scott Pudsey. Scott Pudsey. <laughs> I love it. Um, so Al Snow, because he's a giant cunt, kicks just after the three. Yeah, he's a prick. Yeah. Can't be beaten by the new top baby face. Like they spend the whole match commentary and pre-match and everything else being like, this new Scott Pudsky is going to be amazing. He's going to raise loads of money like, for charity. Nah, brother. <laughs> Got to keep my opening match on the pay-per-view heat. You know, like, <laughs> fuck's sake, man. <laughs> opening match on the pay-per-view heat. Fucking hell, though. I hate him so much. You know, collar elbow. Hey, mm-hmm. that, that clothing brand is shit in comparison to Spots and Butch. Yeah. To top it all off. So, I'll pay the money to get it on Pro Wrestling Tees, mate. We don't even need to fan base. Let's get it on there. Yeah. Let's get the designs up there and see what happens. Spots and Botch, botch could be quite a good brand name, to be fair. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure good. that with my next... Uh, I'll save up my pocket money for my salary now to uh, for five years. I'll be able to pay the £1,000 to get us on um, um, Pro Wrestling Tees without having... How a, will we buy our cucumbers tax? Gonna <laughs> <laughs> have a fucking greenhouse food, mate. Fucking hell. It's a new cannabis. It's my, my literal <laughs> grow room. Nowadays, in most <laughs> yeah. of Europe, yeah. yeah. Uh, to top it off, uh, Snow dives onto Putski, then back in the ring, Putski eliminates House <laughs> from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? Oh, fuck me. It was it's awful. Like, Get the fuck to the back, guys. It's so stupid. I, I think the match went short, and the ref's like, Phil, 
Yeah. And Phil was like, who? No, I'm Al. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Phil. Fucking A. Um, and this was, this is the start of the turn of Al Snow into being <sighs> head and the job squad. I'm so excited for Al Snow's storyline. <laughs> but he's joined by the meanie and uh, Hardcore Holly. That bit's quite fun. It's uh, a word that is not fun. <laughs> yeah. I like Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards was a very good athlete until he came to WWE. Uh, I like the, the, the what oh, are they called? I liked the right to censor. Yeah, yeah. RC sure. were very good. And him managing really Victoria was really, really good because everyone. Oh, yeah, the male valet thing yeah. they did. Yeah. That was and, good. and, you know, when she came out to like tattoo as well, that was a great she song. did, yeah. yeah. Wow. Fake Russian lesbians. Best, best male valet. Yeah, 100%. No, I'm generally like, is yeah. there another one? I'm no, because Slick, I wouldn't say, yeah, Slick was a manager. Male valet. Rico? Yeah, but he was shit. Did add to Billy he and had, Chuck, though, I suppose. Yeah, he had the shouting at Jeff Hardy match. You know, <laughs> he goes up top and he's expecting Jeff, and he's like, Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> he's screaming on Raw, and you're like, the cameras and the mice can hear you and see you, douchebag! Oh, Jeff Hardy, AEW, where Tony Khan went, I'll sign him, he's yeah, better! That went well, didn't it? Fuck yeah. me. Uh, just to finish off this bit with the pot ski and snow thing, uh, Al has a little strop at the commentary team, like we're kind of building up yeah. the Al Snow character, and JR just goes, he's an idiot. <laughs> we move on. <laughs> Can you do that this week? The top bit? The uh, top bit. My voice hurts. What a rash. Bang, pop, whiz, pyro. I'm trying to think of new words to describe the pyro I see. <laughs> that's going to be another, that's going to be like a sub-brand of botch and spot. Bang, pop, whiz, pyro. <laughs> and then don't get confused with the detective. Bang, pop, whiz, pyro. Pyro? Yeah. The detective variety. Yeah. I like it. It'll be a fan for all those who watch ITV4. It's really funny how, like, I know you're not a big movie guy, but all movies now are just like Poirot, Miss Marple. Like, they're, oh, yeah. they're making those into like films now. Well, Glass Onion is the, the way yeah. forward, isn't it? Look at you getting modern movie references. Love it. I told you I watched that over Christmas. Oh, did you? Cool. I did. It. And then and I went back and watched the first one because I didn't realize it was a sequel. Yeah. First one's slightly better, I would say. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Craig in that role is absolutely great. Yeah. Good, for, good for voice acting. I enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> Swings at Louisville, you know. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. Any Southern accent, I'm just like, yeah, it's my Jerry Lawler. Uh, so we've got Legion of Doom, Road Warrior Animal, Road Warrior Hawk versus who will it be from the Nation of Domination? Well, tax. let's do process of elimination. Farouk, with met so many cues, has a promo. It can't be him. Savio Vega is fighting The Undertaker later, so it can't be him. D'Lo Brown is still not really a named member of the nation. It can't be who him. And where the hell is Kummer, the ultimate fighting machine? <laughs> not yet. He's not here yet. The so we're only left with, with the rock. as they haven't re-signed, and they're on their way back to EC Dub after this event, it's PG-13. Bum rush your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Are they really off to ECW? This, yeah, this is the this last the one goodbye. they're off to. This is the goodbye. This is them being written off. Fucking hell, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So because know- obviously we're now going from white boy rappers yeah. to Farouk in the main event. Well, yeah. 
Because he has the title shot soon, doesn't he? Yeah, because we get the uh, racism promo later in this episode. Uh-huh. So the white boys are <laughs> going to get a shot against the Road Warriors. Bloody token members. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, they really don't want to, is the storyline. And understandable, because they know that the, the Road Warriors are not going to work nicely with them at the best of times. No. These guys are little. Yes. <laughs> Which means the Road Warriors go, hmm, me hurty more, if little? <laughs> yes, me hurty more. Also, obnoxious white boy rapper, little. Ooh, annoying little. Me no feel bad about hurty hurty. <laughs> Mr. Laurenitis, I'm really nice backstage. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to fucking kill you, white boy rapper. <laughs> You're going where? Philadelphia, ECW. Ah, oh, oh, you booked on Raw, boys. It'll be a big finale. Who against? Uh, <laughs> we've sent your travel details to you. We'll see you at Raw. No, 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 no. Telemark. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly. Can we? Nope. Surely you just get the fuck out. Like, why would you even take the bombs? You know what's going to happen. Especially when it's a case of which one of you is going to take the doomsday device. Don't worry, lads. You're both going to be taking it. <laughs> Fucking it. <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> we'll say, like, we don't really need to describe what happens here. You can picture it. Uh, if you know who PG-13 are and you know who the Legion of Doom are, which all of our listeners will, yep, you get it. <laughs> they beat the fuck out of them. Everyone gets a doomsday. Hawk pins them by leaning on their bollocks. <laughs> He literally has both of them down, pinned, sprawled against each other, like doing a press up on their bollocks as the ref's counting. And you can see the last PG-13 going, please move your hand, please move your hand. Oh, it's over, it's over. Thank God it's over. And yeah, you know, this is bastards. the thing, right? Genuinely, like they're on their way out. They didn't really, they've never really been like a top tier in um, any wrestling company. But I tell you what, they've really added to the nation for the early stages. They've been so enjoyable. Yeah. I really enjoyed saying bum rush your mother every week. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> Dude, there's a moment in this match where they do a spike pile driver to oh. Hawk and he stands up and no sells it. They're like, run, run away. This is not going to go well. Did you see like halfway through, they were both laughing to each other as they beat the shit out of PG-13. Off to Parsh's new boys. Well, this is the Undertaker's locker room at the moment and (laughs) we don't want people not taking drugs and uh, maybe bettering themselves. No, we beat the shit out of people who want to be nice human beings. (laughs) You bum rush your mother. Are they seriously gone? They're not yeah, this is it. They're back, they're back in. Uh, they're oh, off to ECW after I'm this. I'm actually disappointed. Yeah. Oh, that's a real shame. Well, I think they go straight in my boy stable. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you have like, you know, a guy like, what is it? It's OSW Review Do It. They're like a wrestling podcast thing I don't think you listen to. No. They're really, really good. Um, but they have like, you know, they started talking about, oh, he's a boy. <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, guys that aren't champions but aren't really shit yeah. would never really go anywhere. So like for me, it'd be like- Al Snow. No, <laughs> he's not in my boy stable whatsoever. But like Mark Mero is in my boy stable. Nice. You know? Oh, like, so you, you, you can have a mid-level belt. You just yeah. can't have the, the tippy top belt. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it can't be like Sean or Brett or like- So Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, perfect boy. Yeah. You know, so for me, it's Beverly's, obviously. Obviously. Uh, well, hang 13. on. Sorry. They're too highbrow to go in it. I'll allow, I'll allow it. <laughs> to other people, maybe not, but to us. Yeah. They are the very best. So like PG-13, Mero. Uh, God, who else would I have in my stable? I don't know. Is there a couple that stand out for you? That you oh, really I, like all, all I think is like Carlito and Shelton from modern time. Oh, okay. So sure. I always like Carlito as a body guy. I like Carlito. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'd go for that. <laughs> Skipped over the other names. <laughs> and um, Aerostar. Because yeah, he likes- fucking a murder clown would be an absolute. Boy. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent boy. Like first list, Jeff Jarrett. Mm, no, could he be a boy? Thing is that yes, he's been a champ, like a big top level champ, but only really in when it's been shit. <laughs> Never really a good top level. Don't knock people for holding championship belts in shit promotions, Rich. <laughs> we'll get a lot of complaints. <laughs> you haven't even done that. <laughs> Ouch! That's worse than the music video comment. Sorry, I had to get it. <laughs> God damn pandemic. You literally were just like... <laughs> <laughs> One day... No, fuck that. I, I saw a picture... I saw a post of someone from a Brit rest persuasion. Uh-huh. And one of the things that... Coach That's a Wick- lovely way to phrase it, by the way. Historical. And one of the things that Coach Wicked had always said to people, if you wrestle, you might want to consider getting wrestling insurance because your health insurance probably isn't going to pay out for... And this is your main job. Yeah. Now there's someone on the Brett Resch scene who is uh, has been told many times of, hey, this promoter's a bad person and does bad things. You shouldn't work for that person. And him and his, his girlfriend continue to go and work for those promotions. Sure. Well, regrettably, and no one wants to see it, that person got injured mm-hmm. at a show quite badly. In fairness, and I, again, it was a UKPW show, very, very good show, run by good people who had obviously the right medical staff there and helped him. So all good. Yep. I know the Fed, yeah. But then... The shock and awe of my life, my health insurance won't pay out because it's not my main job and I'm only going to be on statutory sick pay. Oh, how much is wrestling? Okay. 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 Wrestling insurance <laughs> is for platform now. No, but wrestling insurance is expensive sure. because it pays what is the equivalent of your salary. Right. And for me, fucking loads of money. <laughs> so I didn't get insured. Because I've got really good health insurance. <laughs> loads and loads of money. All the fast show references. <laughs> you see these cucumbers? Fucking hell. <laughs> you see these chickens? They ain't lay eggs. Fucking hell. But come on, Brit rest people. What's... <laughs> I'm still stuck on the cucumber loads of money thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone coming up. I've got fucking cucumbers everywhere. A little bit whoa, a little bit whoa. I'm a geezer. I'll nick anything, I will. I'll grow anything, I will. <laughs> But it's like, and they seem surprised <laughs> that I've been told to get wrestling insurance yeah. and it was too expensive. And now they can't get to the money that an expensive insurance pays. That'd be like me going, oh, I chose not to insure my car, but now I've written it off because I'd quite Where's like- the master on this? This one here, is isn't it? That it? One? Yeah. So the name? What? Of who? Yeah, who is it? Oh, no, you're still on. You're Which still wrestler? On. Oh, no, I turned it the wrong way. I turned it up. <laughs> Sorry about that, podcast listeners. Tell me the name of the person you're talking about. No one does. I don't know who that is. No uh, one cares. Okay, is that the volume it was at? Yeah, why not? Ish. Uh, Sorry for that very loud bit there. Where I tried to turn the volume <laughs> off so we could say the name. Gonna give a fuck, but it's a, it's, a, it's a simple case. I'm leaving that in, with all yeah, fine, leave it in because I don't have any. I don't owe anyone anything in Brit Race. Uh, I'm 99 sure they couldn't hear the name. Do you want to tell me the time code just in case? Gonna give a shit. Leave it in. I don't care. You seriously? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Right, fine, let's move on. If you're not gonna get insured, you fucking deserve <laughs> to be called out on a podcast. You fucking idiot. Yeah, I don't know who that is. No one does, and they probably won't. I want the person to recover, but the whole idea is if you're doing this and it isn't your main job, yeah. Get insured. That's probably a good idea. And if you can't afford the insurance, think about what will happen if you can't work through wrestling. Because unfortunately, Mm. accidents and good promotions happen. Bad stuff happens at really shit promotions that could be a lot worse and you couldn't get treated. So don't get in the ring with the LOD if you don't have (laughs) wrestling insurance. 
Got to bring it back. Fucking hell, man. Jesus Christ. I promise if I go on a tangent, I will always bring it back to it. But it just astounded <laughs> me that people bitching and then going, but the insurance, and then the other one, we've asked for a quote for wrestling insurance, but they won't pay out now he's injured. Dude, that's not how it works. No. Yeah. And then someone, someone in the comments went, you could say the injury hasn't happened yet. That's a bit late if you're doing this publicly. That's called you insurance it. fraud. Yeah, sure. People. I mean, we've all been there, but <laughs> you know, don't do it on public. I might have done it with the AA once where I had a breakdown. I took out cover and then just left my car there and said, oh, I, um, <laughs> oh it's just broken down now. My phone's been repaired about 10 times with insurance <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't have. So. <laughs> sure. But I just, it, it just blows my mind. And this is a thing though, right? If you're going to do it, just stick to your story. That's all I would say. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, stick to the story. Oh, but it, it just makes me so angry that people complain about it, yet they're told by every coach who worth their salt going, get insurance then. If you do, and also, I was I was never going to be like a high flying person because of my size. I've seen you do stuff off the top. Yeah, but not not to the point where I'd be like I do this on a regular basis. If you're sure. a high flyer, definitely get insurance. Yeah, that would seem sensible. Because if you're a ground based wrestler, you still get hurt. Yeah, you might have to miss maybe a week off work with a concussion. Yeah, you're not falling. Ouchie ladders. <laughs> But that's or some come with like you know silly string. <laughs> no, in, fairness, that, in fairness, that's that's unfair. That's that, that's unfair because she just was a joke. She was, just a joke. Yeah, she, I, I genuinely, it's a real shame that pandemic hit because I think Haley would have gone on to be an incredible athlete. Yeah, I think too. she would have been one of the top UK uh, female wrestlers. Yeah, sure. She was so incredible. I mean, great coach. Yeah. Not me, Matt. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you taught you? What have you taught me? Really good promos. Well, Matt, oh, you. Yeah. I lost in the, the no. um, playing it out there. <laughs> and and, it's, and again, same thing that I say to all people who listen to this podcast, if you're involved in wrestling, one of your promoter, have a medic at your shows. And yeah. If you can't afford a medic, you, you're you obviously budgeting your shows incorrectly. Shouldn't run shows. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to run like a wrestling show, you have to have someone there that can look after people if they help. Yeah, 100%. Second of all, get insurance for your event. Yes. And more importantly as well, if you're at a training school, get insurance. Because the trainee might sue you one day. Yeah. It's probably sensible. Yeah. Welcome to my, my shook woke <laughs> lessons. <laughs> Shooting away. So JR is putting over Brett's surprise. Lawler reminds us that he has a surprise too. That's Brett's spot, bro. But you're like, you know, whatever. Anyway, here's a weird WWE advert thing. I'm going to play this advert. Yes. Because it's so fucking ridiculous. After Adam and I got married, he just sort of... Let himself go. It was a big turnoff. Let's just say the choo-choo wasn't visiting the station much. But lately, he's been looking F-I-N-E fine. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy, I'm just a boy toy. Boy toy. I think it must be his new George Clooney haircut. I think you better go now. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. So, that's an advert, isn't it? It's quite something. Hot wife has an ugly, sorry, hot wife has an ugly fat husband who thinks he's Shawn Michaels. Uh, lad got a George Clooney haircut, so now has a hot wife that's going to fuck him. Everyone loves blowing up a beach ball. The WWF. <laughs> <laughs> It's the way that he didn't preface it with anything. He just went, <laughs> sounds like someone's blowing up a beach ball. 
<laughs> I was just like, fuck's sake. Headphones in. See you later, Dad. <laughs> I remember saying something similar to like my flatmate when I lived with um, my flatmate Martin. And we would always refer to, and, and obviously I say we refer to, I had no women and he had lots. Right. And we'd refer to it as, <laughs> and the first time he said to me, he said, you know, just uh, be careful of coming tonight because, you know, <laughs> and I said to him, son, squeaky bed. <laughs> you know the worst thing about this hotel room? Is <laughs> 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 they sold it to us. It was actually two things. They sold it to us with a courtyard view. Like, I'm going to show you the courtyard view. Oh, mate. Because of the bands. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> if, if, you, if you follow my shoot Twitter, you'll see me and a work colleague also send posting. I've been given a room of a view. Here's our courtyard view. Okay. Okay. So this is our hotel room. Describe what you're seeing. Wow. I mean, they haven't lied. You can see the courtyard. There is a courtyard. At the bottom of the well. <laughs> it's a wall. I looked down and went, oh, there is a courtyard. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I had that when I was staying in London um, for an HMRC event. And I said, yeah. do you want a room of a view? And I said, like, absolutely. Yeah, sounds good. And they gave me a room of a view of the building opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't like... It wasn't a famous building. <laughs> exactly. This is the thing, right? They, they have... If they said room with a view, if I didn't have a window, I'd have a grave. <sighs> Fucking yeah. What is your view of? Of another wall. Sure. <laughs> the hardest thing for me in that thing with my dad is that like, because we're like, you know, there's, we're basically a double bed and a room yeah. and a bathroom is that you end up having to use French public loos all the time. Yes. Because you can't shit in the same room where your dad is. Because <laughs> it's like... You may as well just be sitting next to me while I'm taking a shit. <laughs> it's horrible. I, I uh, yeah, again, French I'm, don't do toilets great. If I'm honest, no, so, because also yeah. that's that because the, there's no loo paper down it. You've you've got to dispose of your uh, your poo paper in a separate area. Uh, are you meant to in France? I think yes. Whoops. <laughs> well, well it's, it's, I think it's called a whoopsie. There's a few block drains in Paris right now. No wonder why they're protesting. <laughs> we were there for the protest. Shit. Yeah, I got caught on a couple. It was really fun. French know how to riot. That's good. <laughs> Everyone knows how to riot. Everyone's rioting brilliantly in Israel at the moment. The yeah. French are rioting. Yeah, we sit up going, we should do a riot. Yeah, but we're too fucking lazy. Yeah, sure. It is amazing because we went to uh, this restaurant called La Copelle or Copel or something. It's quite a famous like 70s, like amazing art deco, deco restaurant thing that my dad was like, oh, I came here as a kid, et cetera, et cetera. And this Did is you literally- Buca de l'Escargot? No, love it genuinely. (laughs) When I go to France, that is the first thing I go for. Lovely, really love it, mate. Snails and garlic butter, delicious. So the garlic butter is lovely. Yeah, that's the snail bit. That's the problem. Yeah, it's just like having a bogey in garlic butter. (laughs) Could you not have, you know, a steak with garlic butter, for example? No, I think I think because if you have a good steak, if you have a really nice bit of French meat, then that's when you really want. And enough about the women I like, but when you have enough, (laughs) let's go. You want to taste the meat. You don't want to ruin it with garlic butter. Whereas the snails, just enough of the taste of the snail. You could just drink the garlic butter. It would be better. Best thing I've ever had, though, down in Paul, ignoring. Yeah. I had a steak and snail pie. Oof. Mate, incredible. You're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're in this posh restaurant. Like Life's going on as normal. Absolutely packed to the hilt with relatively posh people. Uh, two streets over, massive riots, thousands of people. Yeah, the French are just so used to riots at this point. They're just like, ah, it's another one. It's fine. We'll just carry Would on. Would you like a top-up, sir? Yeah, pretty much. It was really weird. They also, in this restaurant, right, 
it's it's like a traditional old French place, but they have uh, a Coco lamb. <laughs> they, have a, they do. Yes. Uh, they also have a lamb curry thing that they're famous for. Oh, nice! But they have like it's a traditional like seventies thing. But Getting like, blurred between place. this and the old podcast, that food podcast. This sounds incredible. <laughs> sure. I'm in my zone. So the bit that threw me was the two very light skinned lads in shiny gear and turbans that come and serve you it with a big smile. Oh, uh, D-Lo and Chaz. <laughs> Pretty much. And I was like, is this okay? Still, I'm not sure it is. But it was it was delightful. Yeah, it was really good. Better yeah. food, that was incredible. We better wrap this up. We're going well along, aren't we? Doesn't matter. We're talking about food. Shout out to that food now. podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, neighbours. <laughs> So, Foley Madman promo well, wants to scar Taker because the fire. Uh, Taker ruined Uncle Paul. <laughs> Blowing up that balloon again. Ruining Uncle Paul. <laughs> Bear is self-conscious about his appearance. So, Foley would like you all to show some compassion for Uncle Paul. Had he died, he would have needed a really good Paul Bearer. <laughs> when Bearer shows himself, what do you see, Tax? Um... <laughs> He's he's mummified. It's brilliantly comical. He's mummified. He's basically got bandages all around his face. But he's mm. he he is essentially the person who fucked Hogan in WCW. He's turned into the oh. mummy and the Yeti. The Yeti. <laughs> Berry Yeti. But yeah, the, the Berry Yeti. Pringle. It's Percy Pringle, yeah. Percy Pringle Yeti. Yeah. Percy Yeti. <laughs> anyway, he's mummified his face. Because he's scarred by the burns and he's promising that he will come back and he will scar the Undertaker. He is indeed. One more chance, Undertaker. Which, in fairness, is quite... To give him one more chance after burning your fucking face, uh-huh. I'd say that's, that's literally turning the other cheek. Bearer goes on to say, A secret that only you know, Undertaker! Which is odd, because then if he knows the secret then it's not The Undertaker who's the only person who knows it. Mm, I know the only secret. You're the only person who knows the secret that I know about you. He will unveil it to the whole world. Massive dong. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big secret. (laughs) Uh, A secret that I made while I was standing over your gravesite of your mother and father. It's really inappropriate to spaff over someone's grave. <laughs> it's a little bit, isn't it? That's gotta be! That's gotta be! <laughs> oh, I'm glad this is only an audio-only podcast. And not have to win it. <laughs> the gestures during this segment have been delightful. <laughs> Okay, right. Up next, it's Savio Vega versus The Undertaker. Uh, Also, shitty gimmick destroying Dustin Reynolds interview segment part thing. It's weird. Yeah, this is the video where they said, like, Dustin's uh, character, he likes to entertain people and then showing loads of lads dressed up in the crowd so it's all right to be androgynous. Yeah, exactly. Um, And Dustin's not gay. Faruqi Q is out. Uh, Nation of Domination theme ain't the same without the bad rappers. No. It's very sad. Especially now you've told me they're going to ECW. I'm very upset about this. Terribly sorry. Vince in-ring interview with the number one contender. Because he's beaten Farouk in three months. So mm. now he's number one contender because that's how it works. Uh, you said he beat him Farouk. He is Farouk. Who did he beat? Beat himself off. 
<laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> um, he beat Ahmed Johnson. He did. Yeah, I like the the hard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Farouk cuts a legitimate fuck you racist Vince promo it's pretty good what a heel <laughs> yeah, yeah. am I the only re- it's the only reason why I've never held the belt in here when was the last time you had a black champion fucking hell and Vince Man is it's not about race mm, see it, Wrestlemania 19 literally says there's nothing to do with being black and Farouk goes how many black men have had a shot at the belt Vince and Vince goes uh, <laughs> do you think these comments are racist <laughs> Farouk goes by any means necessary. <laughs> it's fucking all over the place. I, that, I think this is the part of this show when I was like, fuck me. Mm. There's been nothing. It's been funny. Yeah. There's nothing I've gone out. You know, sometimes we go like, oh, we've got to go and watch Owen and Bulldog and their shits and giggles. We've got to go and watch Steve Austin wrestle. The promos have been dog shit. Watching PG-13 get beaten up was funny in a bad way sure, yeah. and and brett um, we know they're all right afterwards so it's yeah like, you know it's, well, it's no, well they went to ecw and probably never got paid so they're probably not all right probably but there's nothing there's nothing on this show there's another there's a secret only undertaker knows there's no one's proofread this script you can tell they've come back from tour and they're like fuck we're trying to find our feet who's number one contender now it rings of wcw 96 95 yeah. a little bit it's they're they're just getting they're, they're getting to this point so they're, they're post mania and now they're starting to build towards their big pay views so they've got king of the ring and they'll head into SummerSlam but this mm-hmm. is like the void where nothing is working absolutely man speaking of which Savio Vega with Clarence Mason Cross Dilo Brown and Savio Vega versus the Undertaker <laughs> I don't know what happened to my notes there uh, Crush uh, sorry Taker looking like a bit goth ninety eight Taker. Yep. Like I remember Taker as a kid. Cold Chamber Taker. Oh, interesting. Cold Chamber Taker. It mm. wasn't just like a bit of makeup, a bit yeah. of like, yeah. Feed for the values of valor for the arrest. Nice. <laughs> uh, all black, bit of corpse paint. Kind of love it. Hang on, wait a second. That was, that was Farouk's <laughs> promo, right? <laughs> Taker working with all the BSK lads recently. <laughs> Have you noticed this? Yeah. Exactly. he's worked with Sid and now this is his reward it's just his mates he's been working the last yeah. six months he's like wait Sean and Brett are doing what oh okay here's my friends I'm gonna work with them for a bit yeah. where's Yoko yeah fucking A uh, where is Yoko is he at fat camp still or is he dead at this point oh I don't know actually because it's him and Vader that got sent off to fat camp wasn't it yeah in 97 I think I think he's done at this point yeah, yeah shamefully uh, Taker swats away a few nation of domination lads Taker has Savio up for the tombstone but he ain't taking that so the other nation of domination lads jump Taker out the gang and off we go so the only clean win we've had is Scott Putsky and Al Snow kicked out just on three for that yes that's all we've had everything has been DQ finishes like WCW yeah very nice. much so. Cool. Next up, Rob Van Dam with Jerry Lawler. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Rob Van Dam. Bum, 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 bum. The whole effing show. Well if done, TNA. You know? Yeah, yeah. What was the theme at this point? It was, um, it just... was it, well, I don't, obviously ECW, on the TV, really? it was ECW yeah, yeah, theme. Yeah. So I think it was probably that, unless they don't know. Because that was ECW, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. Here I see when I look in your eyes. The WWF version of it. I don't think they can afford, uh, yeah, Pantera. Yeah, yeah. No one wants Pantera nowadays. I wonder how much. No. Yeah, white power, Phil and Selma. You know. I wonder how much money they paid for Enter Sandman at One Night Stand. Hmm. 
lots. Wonder why they didn't keep paying for the renewal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're allowed to use the Undertaker. Well, for a bit, uh, Boneyard match. Mm-hmm. Because they have the Metallica oh, stuff on there. They did use Metallica on that, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Although they probably, you know, because they didn't use Enter Sandman, a, a really famous, well-known, popular Metallica song. Sure. As opposed to that song where everyone goes, oh, was that Metallica? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> funny, funny when Metallica got to that point where they were like, they'd write a, like a three-minute song and then they'd write a 30-second Metallica song at the end of it. Yeah. You know? Oh, St. Anger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like that tick, tick, tick song. And you're like, yeah, this is really bad. And then it goes, at the end. And yeah. they go, and you're like, it was just dying. What happened? That's because Big Rob only works by the hour. And he's like, right, I'm going to have 30 seconds of decent bass at the end. Although, nothing else matters. A cover by Miley Cyrus and Elton John. Fucking banging with Miley really? Cyrus's band and Elton on keyboard. Very nice. I like Elton John. Uh, Rob Van Dam with Jerry Lawler versus <laughs> Jeff Hardy. I'm like, okay, let's go. Who let fun. Jeff Hardy in? Fucking <laughs> A. All red pants, Jeff Hardy, yeah. with his little skinny torso and his hair up and everything. He, uh, Boy doesn't age. Sorry? <laughs> Boy doesn't age. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> Keep him away from Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rob Van Dam music dub is the old ECW song Lola promo it's is what it is Mr. Monday Night we're in this yeah. phase of the whole ECW extremely thing. crappy wrestling rah, rah, rah. Rob Van Dam looks so young man but again absolutely built like and looks like a star except yeah. Rob Van Dam showcased himself as a star to, to start with people weren't too warm to him and then he started doing Rob Van Dam moves yeah and everyone was like ooh especially the split legged moonsault at the end yeah yeah, sure. I can understand 97 why it was like, you know, really, really good. Yeah. In <laughs> 2022, when I'm editing his matches, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, we saw this a lot like 30 years ago. Oh, Starship Pain. Yeah, Ray it's mate, a bit, Johnny you know, Cockface. Why do we never talk about the fact his gimmick is Jean-Claude Van Damme because he looks like him? I mean, great gimmick. Yeah, kind of. Is it? Because when he went to ECW, they booed him out of the fucking building the first time. Because they were like, oh, that's a guy doing John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it was the same thing as doing Pretty Boy Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll move on. It's worked for Sting, isn't it, in the past? Apart from when he did the Joker thing. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a TNA pay-per-view the other day where he was in that character. Fuck oh, me. It's awful. Steve it's Borden, so what are you doing? Yeah, fucking A. Anyway. Love that time in TNA when it was really shit. <laughs> the OSW guys who I mentioned earlier are doing the um, uh, main event mafia run. Oh, really? I was like, Bastards! That was our one we were going to do at some point. Soon. Yeah, but then they, they were never as good as Ace and Eights. No one's brought back yeah. main event mafia. They brought back Aces and Eights. Fucking a! I deliberately don't listen to other podcasts that do time periods. I'm thinking about doing. Yeah, because I don't want to steal their jokes. Yeah. And, you know? <laughs> RVD cuts uh, fuck those ECW indie boys promo. Lawler calls Jeff a John Bon Jovi wannabe. Uh, spots and botch, but in a fun way. Yeah, there was definitely botching. Yep, not in the Al Snow way. No. <laughs> like when it when he did a Rolling Thunder and just squished Jeff Hardy's face. Yeah, I don't think he's ever hit that without hurting someone. No, it's fine. He doesn't fall far. It's only like three, four foot. Yeah, but it's a man's ass landing in your face. Yeah, well, I can't imagine it's pleasant, but you know, better than Rikishi. Factual, yes. <laughs> RV Dicks. RV RV Dicks. <laughs> Rob Van Dicks. <laughs> I tried to say RVD gets. It came out as RV Dicks. 
I don't know why, but it did. So oh, that, was a, that was a great botching spot by you there. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Aptor is at ringside, just to point it out. Uh, five star frog splash, then RVD lands, starship pain to Hardy for the one, two, three. Yeah, didn't pin him off. Five star frog splash. Stupid. Yeah, not happy. I don't know why, because I think he was using the yeah. frog splash as the finish. Maybe he missed it or didn't think he hit it well enough. So did John Morrison's finish? Fans didn't pop. No, no, Starship Pain, he does a uh, twistery roo bitch off the split legged moonsault. RVD just does split legged moonsault. Okay. Johnny Cuntface just does Starship Pain. <laughs> Delightful. Johnny Cabrera in the World Cup. Oh. Cabrera? Couldn't give a shit. It's a piece of shit. Cool. Had to turn off my telly. Hate Speaking it. of which, La Femme Nikita ad. <laughs> I love the one for a bonus pod. We should watch an episode. Of La I think Femme we Nikita. have to now, don't we? It was the line where it's like, after this episode of Raw, you can watch the whole episode of La Femme Nikita. What was it? Because one was like, this week she's infiltrating the side so by dressing as a blah. Fucking <laughs> uh, Jr. interviews gimmick less gold dust. Yes. It's uh, he's like a hetero conversion goating dad appraisal video appeal thing. It's really strange. If you for five pounds, Dustin can have a net <laughs> to catch his own fish. Sure, maybe his dad will approve of him if you donate your five pounds. Well, that was it. That was the, the the end of the prime, wasn't it? You know, always in trying to move away from his father's shadow. Yeah, because his father is fat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, Taker is in a cupboard somewhere (laughs) (laughs) Chang to JR via the Titan Tron Uh, Taker chats to Paul Bearer he says some things are better off never seen the light of day what's he talking about that's gonna be be right Uh, Taker dog in your eye (laughs) call me daddy open your mouth (laughs) yes Mr. Lawler Oh no. <laughs> Where is my school uniform? <laughs> Sonny's got it. I'll drop you. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, it's not working for her now. <laughs> take a director's comments at uh, Baruch. Uh, take an east to go for the Vault of Souls to unleash a cum shot or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to visit the Vault of Souls, <laughs> which is down on 5th and 9th Street. <laughs> That's indoor market. Bippin' ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. I'm going to go to the Vault of Souls and buy myself my uh, Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've lost Indoor Market in Canterbury, Third Eye. Well, oh, you've got yeah, all the band sure, hoodies. Sure. That's I what I'm... what you mean. Yeah, cool. Is it still there? Um, I think Third Eye is still there. Indoor Market has definitely closed down. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wasn't the girl that was in your music video, she used to work there or her dad owned it? <laughs> I had a wife at the time. I can't talk to girls. Fair point. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that was the thing. So I was walking in there and she was in there. I was like, huh, I directed you in a music video once. It was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke from earlier. It was a callback. That's what funny things is. No, no one else hired a fucking cinema to do their music video. Yeah, I love that. Actually. It was really fun. Yeah. Shame about he's in the audience. But... <laughs> Can we edit the video? Just like let's put a blue dot on his face. Like it's bigger. Let's <laughs> decrease the size. He must be show. out soon. I don't know. I thought he'd fucked off to. No, no, he'd escaped and then he was in prison. Really? Wow. Yes. Okay. I just remember sitting in a car park with the bassist from the band at a gig, and somehow their band came up. I, everyone was not saying anything. No one's allowed to mention that band. Yeah. 
<clears throat> the gate of crashing. <laughs> What's that? Crash gate. Google it. See what happened. Sure. So we're sitting in the car park with the bass in this band. He's like, yeah, no, we had no idea. And I was like, sure. <laughs> when you were twos upping her, of course you didn't know. Because you were at the back end so you can see how young she was. Yeah, fucking A. Unbelievable. Yeah, he told me the whole story about them getting pulled over and the cops and all that sort of shit. Well, in fairness, the criminal system worked in this case. Uh, it did. It absolutely worked in this case. Good shit. Your main event of the evening. <laughs> the WF Tag Team Championship four-way elimination match. Haven't we seen this match before? Uh, yes. In multiple variations <laughs> mm. over the last few weeks. Uh, Owen Hart and the British Bulldogs, the current champions, versus Doug Furness and Phil Lafon, who just are still here. They're very good carpenters, but yeah. beyond that, like they've not had a promo or anything at this point. No, but they're starting... They'll throw some edge in this match. Yeah, sure. Is it rude to call someone a carpenter? No, they're a good hand. I think that's a fair thing yeah. to say. Yeah, they've got wood. <laughs> the headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher, and the new Blackjacks of Blackjack Bradshaw and Blackjack Wyndham. Yay! Boo! Yay! Like Wyndham, don't like Bradshaw. No, no one does. Good stuff. Will the Canadians stick together? Because not only is Brett a bad guy now, the entire nation of Canada are bad guys. Boo. Hey, Warren. How are you doing? About... <laughs> I've got your Canadian friend. Yeah, sure. <laughs> About a minute into the match, Wyndham clotheslines Phil... Uh, Furnace, sorry. Phil Furnace. <laughs> yeah, and, and Lafon. Sorry, did clothesline them both. For the one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, the uh, Phil LaFawn and Furnace are literally eliminated in about a minute. Get your paycheck, boys. Work smart. Yeah. Do you think that meeting was just like, so we're being eliminated first, right? We'll make you look really strong. What happened is you'll just do the blur thing and we'll go blur <laughs> with a one, two, three. But no, because they, then it's a case of, guys, you'll get your heat back with the most awkward mm-hmm. helping someone else get a pinfall by cuddling by the ring apron. <laughs> Right as they cut to the ads, Furnace and Lafon grab Bradshaw's foot as Mosh pins him, which, yeah. Well, you say he grabs his foot. One of them grabs the foot and the other one spoons his tag team partner from behind. Doesn't hold the foot. It's he- very tender. <laughs> yeah, FHG. <laughs> cut to ads. Uh, we come back to the replay of what just happened. Uh, Bra- uh, Mosh pins Bradshaw for the one, two, three, eliminating the Blackjacks. Uh, so it's Headbangers versus Owen and Davey Boy, basically. That's the entire match. It's what we've built them up since Mania for. They had yeah. the tag shot after Mania, which was pretty much these teams. Yep. Other than, you know, Owen and Bulldog were busy. Yeah. And it's the same shit that happened. The headbangers got to the end. Mm-hmm. But alas, don't worry, friends. We've got to keep the gold in the foundation. Mm-hmm. Bulldog- Washington Thrasher can still work, though. Yeah, sure. Owen making them all look good. It was fine. Yeah. Didn't hear. It was uh, the at the best average wrestling on this show. <laughs> Yeah, we get a clean finish. Well, kind of. We get a finish. Uh, Bulldog does a short power slam to Thrasher. Not even the proper one. For the one, two, three, the winners are Owen and Bulldog. And Pinfall! Yeah. <laughs> JR immediately tells us neither were legal, but who's counting? It's fine. <laughs> Salty JR back in 97 even. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did nothing because we're in limbo at the moment. We did have uh, the new Blackjacks chase off uh, Furnace and the Fon though. Yes. Up the, up. So we're obviously going to have heel versus heel tag team. Yep, because that makes sense. Good. Ca- well, Canadians versus Americans. Mm-hmm. Boo, Canadians. Yeah, it's all Canadians are bad guys now, apparently. Yeah. So, mm. well, because we don't have like we don't have people from 
like General Adnan and Colonel Mustafa yeah. knocking around, so we can't have any real international heels. Uh, what's Yoko's not guy? there anymore. Who's the guy that was Indian but they forced to wear a turban? Tiger Ali Singh. Yeah, he's around, but they're not using him. No, because he's Canadian, but could also be construed to be Indian, so they've got to be really careful. Double bonus. <laughs> Double disability. <laughs> It's a joke. It's not real. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point, though. Where is Tiger Alley Singh? Because they did the big signing thing before Mania. Uh-huh. Look at this big um, free agent signing yeah, that WCW weren't interested the in. biggest talent in Canada type thing. And yeah. Just like, eh, don't worry about it. The biggest talent in Canada via Bangalore. <laughs> Indeed, sir. It's not like they've got any good Canadians on this show. Oh, indeed uh, the foundation are in the ring Brett's in a wheelchair how Brett- did you get in the ring in a wheelchair <laughs> there's no ramp wheels don't go up steps <laughs> I mean sure. bloody stealing stings entrance gimmick stealing past it <laughs> from the rafters <laughs> imagine the wheelchair goes first <laughs> off you go Brett there's some dark jokes here I'm going to skip over uh, Brett promo it's a big surprise tax it was a surprise uh, but, it, but the, the surprise was his promo wasn't about Steve Austin this time sure <laughs> Brett sends the foundation to the back Brett can do this on his own uh, I think we need to play this yeah awesome now it's for my little surprise I just want to say in person, face to face. I want that gutless little poser, Shawn Michaels, to get his ass out here. What? I know you're back there like everybody else, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like the rest of the world, especially you pathetic Americans back there hanging on every single one of my words. And basically, I'm calling you out to get your ass out here. What do you want to do, fight him? He's in a wheelchair. I don't know what he wants. Cut the music. It's hurting my ears. Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. You know, there was a time when I just couldn't stand you. But now when I look at you, I realize that I hate your guts. And the reason that I hate your guts, (laughs) to list all the reasons why I can't stand you and you make me sick. The biggest reason is... Uh-oh. Go ahead, take your jacket off. Make yourself at home. It symbolizes something, you taking your jacket off. It's like you're hot, you're cold, you're hot, you're cold. That's the story of your whole career. One minute you're hot and the next you're not. You know what bugs me about you is that that finally dawned on me It's the way you dance around, you have this attitude, this arrogance, this cockiness. And it finally hit me. 
That's what you Americans all symbolize. You think you're better than everybody else. You think you can cough this attitude and, 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 and look down at the rest of the world like you're better than us. Well, it's not true. It's not true at all. Because you're rotten through and through, all the way through to your insides. Just like America, craving your blood and guts and all your, your violence and crime on the streets, you love it. You love it all and you hate it when somebody tells you the truth. And you hate it when somebody tells you the truth. The talk about rotting from the insides is just like ancient Rome. America, this great, this great country that should be leading us into the, the 21st century, but instead, you're rotting from the inside, just like ancient Rome, and you're going to destroy yourself because you're, you're being controlled and run by scum. Scum like this right here. You know, Shawn Michaels' boy toy, you ripped me off for the World Wrestling Federation Championship belt at WrestleMania 12 in a 60-minute Ironman match. You screwed me out of that title, and you know it. And all you people stood by and let it go. You did nothing about it. So when I decided to come back, instead of facing me like a man, you didn't have the guts to face me like a man. Instead, you were too busy posing for girly magazines. Dancing around, kissing all the girls. Putting tattoos on yourself and earrings through your, your navel and your nose and your ears. Shaking your ass and making yourself a horse's ass. A self-professed degenerate, that's what you are. A self-professed degenerate. And when you talk about role models, you led the World Wrestling Federation. You took that World Wrestling Federation Championship belt in a reign of decadence. You know, Shawn Michaels, the biggest thing that bothers me about you is that you didn't have the guts to face me this year at WrestleMania. You didn't have the guts to face me one-on-one. -on -one. You go ahead and talk about all the things. You talk about my mother and my family and how I signed for more money than any other wrestler in the history of the World Wrestling Federation and how I'm controlled by the almighty dollar. Who isn't controlled by the almighty dollar? That's a bunch of BS and you know it. The million dollar question. That's what Vince McMahon said to you last week. The million dollar question. <laughs> That's all it was, is a million dollars. Well, Shawn Michaels, it should concern you what I get paid. And it shouldn't concern you whether I got my mother and my father and the rest of my family in the front row. And it shouldn't concern you 
anything that I do. What should concern you is whether you really believe deep down in your guts and your heart, whether you're actually as good as me. Shoot much? Yes. A gutless little poser Sean Michaels. Out comes Sean. Brett goes in on Sean. Shooting like a motherfucker. (laughs) It's amazing. Unlimited ammo. Bang, bang, bang. Sean is like, America. (laughs) America, fuck yeah. I lost my smile and injured my knee lies. This is the first time uh, for quite a few weeks now where I don't think Brett's promo has really been on point in terms of telling the story. He's just going, fucking hate you. I really fucking hate you. (laughs) All of these are the truth. And you screwed me over going to WrestleMania 13. Oh, it's all true. Yeah. And, you know, it's just our opinion, but it's not. It's fact. Brett's right. Sean's wrong. Oh, Sean's really good at booking NXT. No, he's not. Triple H is booking it and he's getting his mate in a job. Well, let's uh, stick to the... (laughs) (laughs) Brett eventually does get to the point. Brett goes, you didn't have the guts to face me like a man. Instead, you were too busy posing for girly magazines. <laughs> Come on, Brad. Keep it, keep it going. <laughs> A self-obsessed degenerate. Love it. On point? Sure. And again, the fact that this moment in time, we've been building again more Austin and Brett, Austin and Brett, Austin and Brett, what? to have this delightful uh, little tidbit, this lovely return of General Hatred, you know, our favorite army commander, General Hatred. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You know, the extra one to Adnan. <laughs> yeah, Adnan Mustafa, <laughs> hatred, slaughter. But it's, yeah, it's it's on point. But again, unfortunately, because he's in a wheelchair, I, you can take your jacket off if you want. It's like, yeah, it's pretty warm in these stage lights. Don't want to get like pit stains on my jacket. Fucking hell, yeah. But, you know, ultimately, he's being challenged by a man in a wheelchair who then stood up at one point. Yeah. Well, whoa, Jesus whoa, must whoa, be there. Whoa, 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 whoa. We need to do this. Oh, sorry, yeah. So they're building and building and building, and Brett's getting angry, and Sean's getting a little bit like, oh, I don't know if you can say that to me, douchebag. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and JR chimes in on commentary, just interrupting Brett. We'll keep the cameras running so long. <laughs> exactly. They, they, they timed out. And you pathetic, sick. Violent people know, ladies and gentlemen, keep our cameras rolling. That this so piece long. of crap right here was never. After the weeks and weeks of we won't do you like WCW and cut the show short whilst that's going on, second time they've done it in the last few weeks. Oh, because that was the Undertaker one, yeah. wasn't it? Fuck <laughs> you, there. We're out of time, everyone. Brett goes on for so long that they have to end the show while Brett is still talking, and we're out of here. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. But on the network, yep. it fades back up to uh, Brett has risen to his feet, as you were saying. But Jesus, the savior, he's here with his magic healing words <laughs> and his <Hey>. magic machine <laughs> to turn water into wine. It's just that it's Ribena. <laughs> Brett is standing in front of the wheelchair. He goes, you'd like to hit me, but you don't have the insides to do it. And as he says it, Sean super kicks Brett, who falls backwards onto the wheelchair and falls back onto the mat. Big sell by Brett. It's one of those classic bits of footage you've seen a million times in a million promos with these two. I can't believe it didn't get broadcast. 
unbelievable crazy i hope we get to see it on the next well i would assume they would show it on the next episode of raw you'd imagine they would do what they did last time and it would start with replays of yeah. that from a million different angles after we went like, off the oh air. my god i can't believe blah, blah, blah. you need to tune in every week to you know yeah, yeah sure but fuck me and then the aftermath yeah all of the foundation run down and Shawn michaels is shit at running away he is he gets caught <laughs> <laughs> exactly which is nice yeah. like genuinely that was a really nice touch yeah really good gets caught by Bulldog does the Jackie Chan running away with <laughs> 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 the movie what 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 what, what? I could jump over the guardrail and run through the crowd because no. I'm amongst friendlies as I'm in America indeed they run back up the rank to lead to uh, Pillman whack Sean with a crutch Mike crutch mm-hmm. but I remember he's injured Mm. lost his smile didn't he uh, Bulldog goes to press slam Sean off of the stage but Austin runs out for the save this time that's odd Austin hasn't got any friends yeah Sean and, oh, but he hates the Hart Foundation mm. he could have come a few minutes earlier and interrupted the promo it would have been quite fun but you know we've yeah. got the super kick thing so yeah. uh, Sean and Austin brawl with the Hart Foundation the refs and agents stars of the show out to set less so in recent weeks I've yeah. we still get the agents but there was like a thing like two three months where it was like every <laughs> single fucking match so I don't know why I just thought you said don't get many agents on this show <laughs> <laughs> I mean, agents Tiger Ready Singh <laughs> He's not on the fucking show. He's there in spirit. We haven't even got Taka or anything at this point. Like, there's just nothing. There's no representation, but whatever. No Fuji, nothing. Um, I'm not sure Fuji was a good representation. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, That's like having Kimchi as Kamala's representation. <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, it's not even the right. Uh, anyway, not the right continent. Reps uh, <laughs> agents how to separate them all, or the Har Foundation all check on Brett and we're out of here again well i enjoyed doing this podcast that episode of raw was garbage until the very end it was so bad i think it might be my favorite episode we've done on the show (laughs) (laughs) it was so much fun there there was not there was nothing praiseable about the show even the promo at the end the fact they went long production was terrible they They missed they mistimed it they they missed the pin of the new blackjacks to have to then show it when they came back it was absolute clusterfuck and that's what tells you you need vince on commentary yeah they've been on tour they've been able to get away with it because it's been like tape shows but yeah fucking dog shit really funny yeah really really funny show yeah but not not good (laughs) very funny but this is what had then led to the two matches after this the rumors going round on the dirt sheets at the time in 97 where it's going to be Brett and Sean at King of the Ring. Right. And Pillman and Austin. Yeah, cool. Interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of commentary, you mentioned it earlier. I think, um, yeah, JR and Lawler, it felt mm, natural because it's the two voices you're so used to hearing in that latter yeah. time period after this. Not great, though. Now, Not- this is the thing. When we've always gone back and done Attitude Era shows. Yeah. I've always said I preferred Heyman and JR yeah. together. You've been very rigid about that for years. I still think, am I attitude era nostalgia about JR and King? Mm. Because they commentate over the most memorable wrestling of that time for me. Or were they actually not very good together? I think we're six months to a year of JR being good. Really good. Yeah. Like he's okay right now. You can see he can do the job. 
It's a very, very difficult job to do. Better without Vince. JR without Vince. Yeah. Vin- the commentary team is better with Vince there, yeah. but JR without Vince there is a better... Yeah. All, obviously, because he has to be, because JR's you know, getting to do all the play-by-play by himself. And obviously, we have to, with what happens in this storyline, we have to drag Vince off of commentary because yeah. of what he's going to be doing. It's totally understandable. But, like, yeah, Lawler. Bad. Really bad. Really, really bad. Not enjoyable, distracting, very inappropriate at times. Like, shockingly so. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of, yeah, frustrating more than anything. I find it just very distracting. This was a terrible show. And if I was watching this in real time, I would have switched over to WCW. Yeah, fucking and, and would have been like, oh, there's Kevin Green. Especially ECW just had their first pay for you a few months ago. Yeah, barely legal. And it's... Yeah. they got Steve Mongo on WCW. <laughs> Better than this. Exactly. Weird. They're headlined by a main event segment with fake Sting and then a real Sting. And Sure. It's like, what are they doing? Like, there's not even really a set title picture right now. Like no, there is Farouk's number one contender. Yeah, but fucking. And there's the shit. overlaps though. <laughs> You've got we've got promos for saying Brett hates Austin, mm. and then calls out Shawn Michaels. You've got Undertaker feuding with Mankind, but Farouk's the number one contender. Nothing's aligned. I like it when the stories overlap. Yeah, don't know why I was doing. Hey, ha, hey, let's catch hey, up. Hey, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, sure. But um, yeah, it just seemed very off. Yeah, I mean Brett's promo. As this is, you know, we're doing the road to Montreal. Sorry, absolutely brutal honesty, and all of it is factually hundred percent right. Yeah, but two very long, very talky. Brett not getting to the point promos, which is unusual for Brett. Yeah, we this this on the network. I think was like an hour and twenty nine minutes in total. I think Brett Hart's promo took up forty minutes of this, if you include the aftermath, and then so basically, Brett has a third of this show to himself. Still better than Sean's promos. 100%. Sean's promo even here was dog shit. Yeah. Sean is dog shit. It's a shame. Great performer. Yeah. Horrible human being. Really good at selling. Yeah. At times. Really good at selling for people he likes. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice way of putting it, yeah. That was a lot of fun, man. I've got nothing else to say on this. That's it. I've had my fun. Yeah. How many cornflakes? Uh, well, because it's, it's verging on like a fall because it was so bad. I enjoyed it like that much. Like I really love shitty wrestling, but like in terms of like legitimacy, like it's probably a two. Yeah. It's nowhere near a one. It's closer no. to a three, but yeah, it has to be a two really. They're, it's two for me. They're, they're attempting to reset heading into King of the Ring. Hopefully now with a decent pay-per-view rather than sort of all these countless in your houses with repeats from Mania. Sure. We're going to be into something good. But we'll see where we go next time. I'm pretty sure we're doing Raw next week, the one after this one. I haven't got the schedule with me. That's fine. We'll do it. Where can people find your work? Uh, my, my work? <laughs> yeah. So Wrestle Talk, uh, Parts of Unknown, Noros uh, Bard. Uh, you can also find it on our new channel called Cutscene. Right. Cutscene? <laughs> I've uh, questioned the name of this channel a few times. It's called Cut Scene. Cut Scene. <laughs> Cut Scene. Uh, I've got a few people I'd like to put on Cut Scene. <laughs> As you said that, I just noticed your mouse man. I was like, no, terrible timing. <laughs> Can I have a Cut Scene mouse man from now, please? So uh, it's a new channel. 
whereby we're going to make cunts documentaries (laughs) about cunts. (laughs) Well, Well, we're going to have to put the explicit language (laughs) on this podcast this week. We're covered, it's fine. Uh, Yeah, so it's about uh, video game movies. Oh, nice. I I did see that um, uh, that Luke had been posting about that. Mm. It's like, hey, we want people to get involved. And the usual uh, Patreon members jumped in going, I'd like to be involved in your movie game. (laughs) So hopefully some of them have something to swag. It was the voice that got me. <laughs> You're always going to put the sure. lisp on. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, 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 I'll finish. Hello, I'll... Mr. Yoke. I love you. <laughs> I, I really like to see you. My favourite video game is Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, Luke, what's your favourite video game? Oh, it's mine too. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is a good word to say like that. Words to say like that. Uh, the first episode I can spoil, because no one will listen to this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't spoil it for anyone, because in case they do watch it, or in case... This leads to views mm. on cunt scene. Cunt scene, indeed. Yeah, sure. Um, every comment. Cunt scene. <laughs> I'm literally going to go on it now and go, cunt scene, question mark. There was a debate about cut scene or cut scenes. And cunt I was, scenes? I was very much in the cunt scenes because it's like there's multiple movies we're going to be talking about. Yeah. And then we've ended up on cut scene. So that's what we're going with. Is Mortal Kombat going to be covered? Not on this run. We're doing three films, three episodes at a time. But we're putting like... Well, that's a long run. Proper effort into these ones. Oh, okay. These are not just like... <laughs> we're putting proper effort in. Here's a list Poor video. Adam and all his board games. <laughs> so we do a proper video for cutscene. <laughs> yeah. I've been given the reins. Let's put it that way. So. Oh, oh, fuck. Nothing's yeah. ever going to get released. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whether I can show you anything. This will be a fun little thing because they'll just hear the audio, which is like quite banty, really. Well, while you load that up, the reason why I did that voice. Oh, I can't play the audio. They'll know exactly which it is as soon as I play it. Oh, okay. It's very distinctive theme music. Uh, because you see, when it, the reason why I did the voice, and I'll finish off with a lovely story about myself because I've got nothing to plug. I couldn't Please give a shit do. about wrestling yeah. at the moment. The voice. What's your social media? <laughs> I know how to do this. Matt Bearded Lucha, come and talk to me about Blood Bowl and stuff that's more important. Change your name to Bearded Lucha, yeah, I remember. Yeah, we've done that's that because, you know, we're trying to move away from, uh, as much away from being institutionalized with British wrestling. I will still sure. get involved from time to time. I've had, remarkably, since refusing to wrestle, I've had so many offers for bookings. Really? Yeah, up and genuinely, I've had 12 offers for shows up and down the country oh, in the man. last eight weeks. Yeah. And I've turned them all down. Shit works out, well, I've turned them all down because I've said, I think one of them, I said, I hate your promotion. I don't want to work with you. That was Thanks, my first Dan one. Edler. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, one was LDN. Right. And my exact to, to bag was, fuck off. I could, I would rather stink nails in my balls. Yep. So, you know, building bridges in Brit Rest. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, but the reason I said it, and to finish with a lovely person, back in the day when I lived with Martin, my old buff hench flatmate and I, me, um, sure. I went speed dating. Before speed dating was a thing. Cool. And it was in Canterbury in what was, um, I think might have been Albury's next door to where I worked. Yeah. And started talking to the women. Then you had a break halfway through to then go back to the other speed dating. And there was one lad. So there was lots of people like their polo necks and their sports. Lads, lads. And it's like, I'm really out my head. But there was a really nervous looking chap. I was like, he looks lonely. I'll go and talk to him. I'm like, mm-hmm. how you doing, mate? And like, big, big eyes looked at me. Get going really well, thank you. And I was like, Fuck me. And I was like, I found the Uber nerd. I was like, keep a straight face. I was like, have you ever done this before? Yes, I've done seven of these before. And I was like, seven? 
And I was like, "Why did you think that?" Number? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I said, "Oh, Sherry, Sherry, seven hundred seven. And I said, "So have you had much success?" No, no one. I've not had a match yet, oh. but I'm pretty confident today. Several of the girls have said they'll say yes to me. Amazing. And I was like, "I really hope they have said yes, because then you have so much sex with them. <laughs> it would be amazing." And it's not fun to make fun of people's speech impediments. <laughs> It's too late for that. <laughs> but it's just, I can imagine this guy who's so like so confident though that I'm going to get success this evening. Sure, sure. I was like, he, he's Did you like, ever have a yes speed dating? What's that? Did you ever have a yes speed dating? I, uh, well, there were, I've said yes to, I tried to pair with five of the girls because two were fucking hot. Truly, if you're going speed dating, you'd just be like, yes, 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 yes. And then one of them will say yes. And well, then- two of them were stunned. I was like, I haven't got a chance. But just on the off chance, they accidentally select yes. <laughs> if, if they don't understand how it works. Sure, sure. That yes, I don't want to see him. Maybe I'll be all right. And then the other three <laughs> Logic. I love it. Because <laughs> they can't both be beautiful and intelligent. <laughs> That's not how life works. Oh, my hair down. <laughs> yeah. but, but the other three, who were lovely girls, and I said yes to all of them, and I got matches back. And then the, when I got the email back, which was the most pressured email I've received since like school exams, I was like, fuck. Imagine none of them have matched. I should have ticked them all. Yeah. Waited half an hour. And all the three that I thought would matched back. I was like, that's great. I was like, yeah, Mr. 60%. I was like, actually, that isn't a fucking good stat. Probably won't use that, Mr. 60%. Only just over half of women find me attractive. Oh, which one of them made you put your studio in your garage? <laughs> oh, amazing. But yeah, this is a lot of fun. And this is much more fun than wrestling. Yeah, fucking A. I don't know why we talk about wrestling every week. We just bullshit for an hour. It'd be well funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go again next week yeah sounds good man because it's Easter holidays and I've got a week off work so I don't have to have the pressures of work it's Wrestlemania week I'm not busy don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean we've already run really long Cody going over <sighs> yes yeah 100% yep has to Omos going over uh, no I'm really excited for that match <laughs> the spectacle yeah. I think it's going to be so fucking good because everyone thinks it's going to be shit yeah and there's, um, one, there's only one where I'm not sure what's going to happen and it's Seth Logan Paul oh uh, yeah well Logan Paul's going over I think so too yeah 100% okay cool yep all and, the rest I think I can work out how they're going to do stuff but. and Night After Mania Nick Aldis you think because I don't think they're going to pull off Jay White because I don't think they know how to book him and I still I'm not sold on Jay White. Pulling off Jay White's funny. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, th- I think with right presentation, yeah. because obviously I've only had exposure to him on, like, on one-offs and a few bits which uh, in Forbidden Door which were not brilliant. Yeah. Hey, Adam Cole, let's announce a match together. I assumed because Juice Robinson's doing the Bullet Club thing against Ricky Starks that they're going to bring in Jay White to do a Bullet Club thing. Yeah, but Ricky Starks did the, did the usual Jericho thing of, hey, this guy's really hot. I'm going to put water, hot, cold water on that and now he's going to be nothing. Yeah, maybe. Where's Wardlow? <laughs> Mate, there's so many AEW people. Fucking, um, I can't even remember her name. What's her current name? Stunner off the top. Oh, uh, Ember Moon. Yeah. 
She's still signed to AEW. I no, no, like, she's the ROH Women's Champion. <laughs> I saw her with a belt the other day. I was like, huh? <laughs> so One of the 73 titles that are on Tony Khan's roster. Unbelievable, mate. They didn't even put ROH free on YouTube. So no one's fucking watching it. No, but the, like, they've had 12,000 signups to Honor Club. <laughs> That's going to pay the fucking bills. No, but it's higher than Honor Club previously had. I mean, come on. Anyway, this is the end of the podcast. Anyway. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. I love you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. The louder you guys are, the better the wrestlers will perform for you tonight. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. We're tough. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you talk. Wait just a minute. Get it, buddy. Talk. Oh. And I don't pose too well for uh, girly books. This is bullshit. My name is Piss. Yeah.